to the end zone. Touchdown! Alabama wins! Auburn wins the BCS National Championship. Glad to be back. Glad to be back. Hashtag the return. Back by popular demand. I'll be honest, you, you guys are the only sports uh, sports talk show I listen to now. Then you're going really over there unless you're I'm definitely going a the shutout. Over. Come on, come on. Steven, 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 Steven. Guys, are you ready? <laughs> Where Birmingham goes to talk football. And we are live, baby. Here we go. Happy holidays, everybody, and Merry Early Christmas from the Under Review crew. If you're joining us on uh, Facebook and watching, or if you're listening to us on Spotify, we appreciate you as always. One more show, Stephen, for the Christmas break, and we got a lot to get to. Oh, we have so much to get to. We, I mean, we have college basketball, we have NFL, we have our bowl picks. This is our bowl preview for all the upcoming bowls. Forty-two bowl games. Forty-two bowl games. We're, we're going to go through. Squeeze it all. We're going to go through every single one of them. <laughs> Most of them are going to be really quick. Of course, oh, we're yeah, going to touch course. on Auburn and, and UAB right. and everything like that. We already gave you a playoff preview last week, so if you haven't then we heard g- that, we got to give our picks as of like the final. Like, like go ahead and finalize yes, our, championship. our picks. We will talk about our championship and who we want and who we'll have in the championship and who will win. Uh, but then we'll also give all the other bowl games and everything like that, and we'll go through them real quick. But as always, uh, like you said, Merry Christmas. we got the fire burning behind us. But as always, we start each week with our champagne and whiskey. Who's popping champagne? Who's sipping a little bit of whiskey? So, Cole, I'll actually let you go first uh, because I have, like, I didn't put all these down. I didn't let you know. I have, like, six of each, So, I, but I didn't want to steal any of yours. So I put two down so you know what my main two are. Okay. But okay. I don't want to steal yours, so I'll let you go first, and then whatever you don't hit, I'll hit on. Okay. Uh, well, I'm... I don't think anybody's popping champagne more than Steph Curry. I mean, I, that he, was one he, of mine. He, 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 well, it's a good thing you have other ones to back up then because I'm telling you, there's nobody who is popping more champagne than Steph Curry. He is now the all-time leader in three-point made, made field goals. And, I mean, Stephen, I think this is a record that nobody will touch for a long, long time, I think, because I mean, he's just going to keep adding, obviously, to this record. And, right. I mean, it's, it's taken this long for somebody to break this record. And, I mean, the way he started off, and he has so many more years ahead of him, I just don't see anybody coming close to touch this record. And Steph yeah. has just been no one more deserving. No one what works it? harder. Was it like 2,749 or something like that? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's been 2,700. I don't know the exact number. Amount uh, but, the, yeah, he, I think he's 32. Yeah. And just to put it in perspective, LeBron's 37. Not, I mean, LeBron is a, a freak, so it's not necessarily course, that's the same. Course. But let's just say he has five years of at least playing in the NBA. Maybe not the same level, but at least five more years. I mean that number's gonna, gonna say, that I number's mean, gonna grow in the three thousands yes, at least exactly. Uh, so yeah, it'll, it'll be crazy, and it took. I mean, how many years for Ray Allen's record to get broken? <sighs> and mean, he didn't shoot nearly as many threes as there are today. No, I will say though, no. Cole, because Steph Curry kind of started the era of shooting he did, more he's threes. Changed the way we look, we play basketball. For more sure. and more people are shooting yes. more and more threes. So I do think I do think this record will eventually be broken, just because the the way the game Maybe. is played is so Maybe. different. But I think it'll be tougher. It will be. be broken. Then obviously the Ray well, Allen. Well, record. Steph Curry. I mean, we can talk about it all day. I mean, he. He's the greatest can, shooter. Greatest of all shooter time. of all time. I was Absolutely gonna say. I think we can. I don't time. think you can really argue that one way. Or the I other. mean, the only guy that probably is close and in, in our era is obviously the the player that's on his team that might be coming back here after the All Star break. Yeah. Clay Thompson. I think, I think you, you know? could argue Clay Thompson's the best catch and shoot shooter yeah, of all time, and then exactly. Steph is just the best shooter just because of the way he gets open and shoots those just crazy so off balance shots and everything. like I mean, I remember. When he first came into the league and had that that breakout game against the Clippers, you know, yep. where he was just breaking them down, DeAndre Jordan, Chris Paul just chasing him all over the court. He's just <laughs> draining threes on him. He's that's just he's just changed the league completely. So he's definitely popping champagne. Ray Allen, of course, Reggie Miller all was there to congratulate him in the garden uh, the other night. But my whiskey 
Is there a team that is sipping something hard right now than Florida State? Oh, that was one of mine. <laughs> Deion Sanders goes and gets the number one player in the country, the recruit, to come and go to Jackson State. So a former alumni of the Seminoles takes a guy who was, I mean, a lock. He was going to be a Seminole, and he goes and just plucks him right out. So that is a huge get for Jackson State and for uh, Deion Sanders, but a huge loss for Florida State. Huge for, loss because you know, really needed something to kind of spark say, Something for next season. Mike Norvell seemed to have it going a little bit because yes. he's the number, and I think yes. he's the number two overall recruit. Yes. Um, I saw. I, I guess it depends on where you're looking. Which which side you're looking at? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Uh, but yeah, I think obviously Deion Sanders has a lot to do with it. Uh, Absolutely, he's, 100%. you can argue he's one of the greatest defensive backs of all time. Obviously, this guy, Hunter something. Uh, yes, uh, I, is it uh, Hunter something? Uh, he actually, he's, he's a defensive back as well. He's a cornerback. So obviously that plays a lot into probably Deion Sanders getting him away from Florida state. Uh, pretty crazy too, because Florida state had the opportunity, uh, Travis Hunter, Travis Hunter. That's what it is. Not Hunter something, Travis Hunter. Uh, Florida state obviously had the opportunity to hire Deion Sanders and they chose not to, which no fault to them because Deion Sanders had no college experience whatsoever. But I think after getting this recruit, and seeing how well Jackson State does, I believe they're like eight and three. I think it was their first, mm-hmm. yes, first SWAC yeah. championship this year, mm-hmm. uh, ever. Yeah. So seeing how much he's progressing that team, and seeing he's able to get insanely good recruits. Does Deion Sanders maybe get some noise for oh, a yeah. potential? I think he's getting uh, FBS he's job. About to get a yeah. lot of noise yeah. after this, especially after this recruiting cycle, and see what he's able to do. Depending on what jobs um, come open next season, definitely, I guess. definitely. Yeah. And then I think Try a little bit, right place. a little bit of this plays into the fact that um, what was his name again? Uh, Travis Hunter. Travis Hunter. I wanted to say that, but I thought it was wrong. Travis Hunter. You know, uh, Jackson State has their ironically own. plays cornerback as well. So right. obviously, you know, right. That's a what I'm saying. Back, yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. Whatnot, so, I, I, it, Jackson State has their own like um, video deal with Barstool Sports, so they put out a documentary oh, series. Yeah. So I think that NIL deal kind of played a part in that. He's still going to get a lot of face NIL time. is going to change recruiting forever. <laughs> it will. And we're seeing it firsthand this season so far well, well that course. will tie into my yeah. one of my champagnes actually and that's going to be texas offensive line for like the foreseeable future because texas's offensive line i don't know if you saw this just collectively their offensive line uh gets each player who's a scholarship athlete and is a offensive lineman for texas okay they get fifty thousand dollars a year now for whatever nil deal wow. that i don't know if it was a booster i really didn't I, like i couldn't find what the exact deal was all the offensive linemen on the team or just any the scholarship athlete any scholarship who is on the offensive line gets fifty thousand wow. dollars a year that's wow okay so yeah so that plays a lot into I'm, it so i'm telling you the nil it's changing it's well, changing as I'd college say, football. a lot of people i don't know if you've seen this too cole we can do a whole another show on this so i won't get too deep into it but uh, a lot of people were saying, you know, because this is the first year that NIL has played a part in anything. They're like, oh, you guys see, like, it didn't really change anything. College football is still the way it's supposed to be. The thing is, I don't think, I don't know if they're just trying to say that before it gets bad. Yes. The NIL is all yeah. going to play a process in recruiting. So it's not going to be 100%. this year you're going to see it. It's going to be next year and the year after that you're really going to see, okay, boosters are going to say, hey, Texas offensive line is getting $50,000. I'm going to give all of my offensive line for my school yep. $52,000. Yep. So, you know, hey, you can go to Texas, but you can also go here and get just about the same amount of money. 
So I think that's just, it's going to be an all-out war now, a bidding war. And if you're curious at home, uh, Texas A&M, Alabama, and Georgia, depending on which sites you look at, are your one, two, and three. Some sites have Georgia number one. Some sites have Alabama. And there's actually a site on on 24-7 sports that has Texas A&M as your number one. I was going to say, Texas ranking, A&M so. overtook Alabama. See, everywhere I was so. reading is that Alabama was going to stick stick it at number one. So that's very interesting, Georgia and Texas A&M. Uh, gives Jimbo another reason to say, hey, why, what am I, an idiot? I'm not going to take the uh, LSU job. <laughs> I mean, he's got something going at Texas A&M. Just got to get some wins going, I guess. Right? Speaking of winning, another champagne I have. We didn't talk about it. We didn't have it in the rundown or anything like that. But Navy, Navy finally beats Army. <laughs> they get an upset Army. win. Of course, uh, for it's all weird those, to say because for a while, Navy was normally the favorite in that game for a few years. They, they were, but Army had won like three in a row or something mm, like that. I, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, Army had won a few in a row. So. Uh, but the under hit for those betting people, I think this is the 16th year in a row the unders hit. Maybe maybe I'm hitting too hot. Maybe it's in seventh. that game that that seems like that'd be a normal thing to be a run oriented in both right. teams. But they keep taking the under, lower and lower. You know what the over under for this game was? It had to be below forty. It was thirty two. Oh wow! And the under hit, and it still hit. Yeah. Oh my gosh! You, just, you can't make that under any more than <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I mean, I every mean, year you have like thirty two is insanely low. I mean, that's a seventeen to. 16 game. Yes. No, that, that that's it, it's ridiculous. What was uh, the final score? Was it uh It was 17 to 13. 17 to 13. Yeah. 17 so 30. To 13. So 30 points. Wow. And then of course, I don't know if anybody saw the game, the Navy actually kind of won by mistake almost. They had a uh they were about to punt and then they accidentally did a fake punt, which I didn't know that was possible. The punter, how did you see this? Yeah, I did. The long snapper did, just yeah. hit it to the one of the blockers, and he just ran for the first down on fourth down. So they got really lucky, and ended up. I, th- I think they scored off of that drive, whether it be a field goal or a touchdown. But that ended up saving the game for them. So it's 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 not really an, that like glorious of a game as far as football style goes. But man, I mean, it is a venue that you like to watch though when you watch Army and Navy. Definitely. And so my last one is going to uh, Champaign. Anyways, has got to be South Carolina. South Carolina, of course, we talk about recruiting and everything like that. Recruiting ah, is changing. They're winning the transfer portal. They are. They're winning the transfer portal. The transfer portal is obviously changing recruiting. You don't necessarily have to get the recruit for a position to need. You can go to the transfer exactly. portal. Shane yeah. Beamer shows that he had a great relationship with Spencer Rattler back in Oklahoma. He gets the probably, arguably, one of the most sought after transfers. Uh, because he's obviously former number one overall recruit. That's a former, huge get for the, uh, the game. Former cuts. Heisman huge. favorite and everything like yeah. that. So now you go from uh, they were working with a grad transfer quarterback at South Carolina, and now they get Spencer Radler coming in, who a lot of people wanted. Could be interesting, depending on how good South Carolina's overall team is. But hey, Spencer Radler obviously gives some you know hope for that offense. You know, I saw this. I saw that. Or, or I saw this. I heard this on the radio the other day, Cole. How many wins? You know, if you just take the South Carolina team this year, I believe they went six and six. They have Spencer Rattler. How many wins do you think that gives them? I mean, there, there was a bunch of games. One possession losses for South Carolina this year. So, I mean, you could make a case. Now, let's see how good Spencer Rattler plays in a right. South Carolina uniform. Right. But, I mean, you they could have got to maybe eight wins. Maybe, yeah. maybe won a couple more games. You I mean, know, honestly, because of the way the team played, and I think they – I think, honestly, six and six for South Carolina this year was just a step – a really step up for South Carolina – who have been pretty bad all year, or the last, I don't know, what do you say, three to five years? Absolutely, yeah. So, Since Steve Spurrier obviously yeah, left the program. exactly. Sure, so know, I really don't think Will Muschamp take over this program. One, maybe one two point, games yeah. Spencer Radler would have given them, so I don't think it's that many, but I don't think that would be Spencer Radler's fault. You lost but. to Kentucky 16-10. to 10. You lost to Tennessee 45-20. to 20. Yeah, I don't know about that one. You beat Vandy by one. You beat Vandy by one, and you beat Missouri, <laughs> and you lost Missouri 31-28. to 28. So, I mean, I, I think, yeah. I think Missouri you Missouri win. Missouri and the I Kentucky think Kentucky game. you probably win, yeah. Yeah. 
So yeah. I think two wins. I think that's yeah. the difference. There you go. So. There you go. Uh, but obviously a huge gate. And then we can go into my whiskey. You took two of my whiskeys, but that's okay. Uh, we can go into my one whiskey now um, for the transfer portal as well. Auburn. Auburn's got to be oh. sipping a little bit of whiskey. And you can you can kind of, if you're an Auburn fan, you can look at this as either champagne. You kind of move into a different area. Or you can look at it as a whiskey. For this, I'm going to look at it as a whiskey. You lose Bo Nix to the transfer portal. I think uh, that one's kind of like a you know a mutual kind of feeling for both you, you Bo can, and You can Auburn. say... You can say maybe it's champagne. You can move on, go in a different direction. Yeah, you haven't seen a so. lot of pro- progress. He did. He seemed to be doing better this mm-hmm. year than the other previous years, but still. Uh, and then um, you can look at it as a champagne, and the other side is Tank Bigsby goes in one day and then comes right back out and says he's recommitting to Auburn. So very strange situation going so, on. So is he, is he? He is back at Auburn. So he's, he's staying. Yes, he's, he's not, staying he's not transferred. He is okay, not transferred. Okay, wow. I, I thought it was foregone conclusion. He was gone. No, he, so he put his name in the transfer portal, and for one, like, it was like one day, literally. And then he got re-recruited back in to stay at Auburn. Wow, okay. So I don't know. I, and what I read was that Brian Harson and the uh, entire staff just had to uh, preach to Tank Bigsby what their so plan was. So he'll definitely play in the bowl game then. I would assume Tank will definitely play. I would assume because I was assu- that this. I was under the impression that he was going to transfer. So I mean, I, I was thinking he probably wasn't going to play. In the From what game, I read, so. is he's taking his name out of the transfer portal and he is back at Auburn for sure. Well, but you lose maybe. Bo Nix, um, so and I and so maybe you know, maybe sipping some champagne for sure if you're Auburn fans. Some you do get to keep like tank. I said, you can look at whiskey though. For you lose Bo Nix, you lose out on possibly the Spencer Rattler um, get. Uh, so I'll be very interested to see if they get a transfer for quarterback next year because I don't think TJ Finley is the answer. No, or, I don't think I don't think anybody or who that, they can so. get coming in as a uh, freshman at. We'll touch on Auburn here later in the show for sure. We will, we will. But we we can now move on to some college basketball talk. Uh, so we haven't talked much college basketball. We've been kind of it's so good in the state though. You have oh, to lead great. the show with it. It's great. Our I think state so. has three really good basketball. I think teams. so as well. You can argue this is the best state. In all of college basketball. Maybe. You can make that argument. You could. You can make it. You could make that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll start off with Alabama, uh, who was the highest ranked in the state. It um, is. Maybe not anymore. Uh, when do they come out with the rankings? I meant to look it's that every up. Monday, I every believe. Monday. Every Monday. Monday or Sunday, beginning of the week. Okay, so we'll it, see. They normally try and get you know the Tuesday, Thursday, and then Saturday games in before right, they make right. the rankings. So we'll see, so. We'll see Monday uh, where Alabama ends up being ranked. Uh, but Alabama comes off a crazy non-conference stretch here. Bizarre they, three-game stretch. They play uh, at really at Gonzaga, but yes. Seattle. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Against Gonzaga, they win that one. They play uh, Houston at home in uh-huh. Tuscaloosa and Coleman Coliseum. They win that one, and then they go off a struggling Memphis team. They go to Memphis, and they then lost they, four games in a row coming into yeah, that game. Yeah, and, and then, then they lose to Memphis. A amazing night. It was crazy. Tide. I will say, you know, Alabama. You can say that they. I, I don't was think it it's nineteen even, turnovers or something. Oh, uh, like it was. I think it was in the twenties. I think it was nineteen oh. in the fourth quarter, and then they, I think they ended up at like twenty-one or something like that. Something just a turnovers. Turnovers killed them, and I don't know if you watched it in this game. There was a point in the second half where it was. I mean, Alabama was down by like six at halftime, so easily come back in college basketball. Nothing crazy, but then there was a stretch where Alabama, I believe, had six turnovers in a row offensively, so they didn't score any points, and off of those six, at least three of them. Memphis hit back to back to back three pointers. Oh, just so it was just a stretch. it was just a yeah. stretch where they just the the lead ballooned and Alabama could never get a foot back. They ended up getting ha- it down single digits. Yeah. And late, you're gonna have but, games like that. I mean, you're oh, gonna have yeah. games where the, where the ball just doesn't go in the hoop, and then you're just not. They playing shot. Very they shot poorly. Whatnot, they couldn't. So. They couldn't get anything going offensively. Right. 
And then, uh, of course, Memphis, when they're shooting lights out like that, and you're at yeah, Memphis. Yeah, they're at home. And by the, way, by the way, that blue court, I mean, is uh, there anything? It's atrocious. Is, is that, it's atrocious. That might be the only thing that rivals Boise State's blue field but, as but the most atrocious I, I, so thing I was talking about this for two hours. So hear me out. I think if you watch a game, though, at Boise State, like you watch a game there, it's fun to watch because it's different. Okay. And, you know, everything okay. I, like that. I might get along with that. I yes. might get along with but that. But if yeah. you watch basketball, Memphis court, not fun. Just gross. I, I don't think so either. Do you, do you, do you <laughs> that like, has to hurt that your means, eyes after watching say, that for so that, like, that, There's no way that that's makes, fun. That makes no sense, but it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no, absolutely. <laughs> no, no, 100% makes sense. How much sense. do you think it affects, I was having this talk to you, how much do you think that affects players actually playing on a weird court? I, I, I think it has a little bit of an effect on them because obviously Memphis has a home court because their players practice on that court. So they're right. used to playing on a very much a blue court. I it's mean, blue, it has to throw you off a little bit. It has I the mean, tigers on it. It's very weird. I mean, and, and the three-point line's not that distinct from the rest of the I court. Know. So, very I mean, it, it's, it, it's, it's got to be a little bit I, of a challenge. I did read, too, that uh, Memphis's players had a uh, players-only meeting, mm-hmm. which, of course, usually you don't want to have happen to your team because that usually means your team's this struggling. early in the season, too. Yeah, you don't want to have that. <laughs> but they did have, sure. and so they seemed to put it together. This was yeah. a, a, a top. It's a was desperation it, win Was it the top-ranked class? Number yeah, two? Th- no, Memphis was supposed number to be one a very two? good basketball team. They were supposed to, so obviously, they, as you can and see. And they played four really good teams in that losing they have, stretch. They it have. wasn't like they were playing no Shirley Temple. No, These no, were actually no. some pretty good basketball but teams, But yeah, they, they so. had lost four in a row, and then they come in, they they be, win a huge game versus yes. an Alabama team that was yes. surging, that was you know rising in everybody's power rankings, and just the rankings in general, number six in the country. Um, and then Alabama loses a tough one. But I think if you would have told most Alabama fans, hey, you're playing Basically at Gonzaga, Houston at home, and at Memphis, and you can win two of those three games. You'll you take would, it all. You Nate, Nate it. Oates is taking that all day long. Completely agree. I all think day I long. think part of it too is just as a monstrous stretch, and then of course Alabama. They have a uh, Colorado State coming to the BJCC, undefeated uh, Colorado, undefeated State team. ten and 0, 10 and 0. Wow. Um, so the, the the tide just don't get a break. As well, far they play. As so they play Jacksonville State so. Saturday. So they get kind of a break. Yeah, in get between. a little gimme game. Uh, well, or you think? You think? You would think. And you then they, think. and then you have Colorado State at the BJCC on Tuesday. So that's the rest of their that finishes out their non-conference, I believe. What are your expectations, Steve? Now that you see how this Alabama team has played this non-conference schedule, what what do you foresee going into conference play for this team? So I think you can definitely make an argument. And I don't even think it's an argument. I think it's pretty much a conclusion that Alabama has the best backcourt in the country. I think so, too. They have the be- they have With Quinterly, uh, and, Quinterly Shackelford. Shackelford, and J.D. Davison coming off the bench. Yeah. I think you can say they have the best backcourt in those in that trio right there. Um, so, I mean, I'm... I, you live and die by the three if you're Alabama. That's NATO yeah, style. Day, that's NATO day. style of play. If you, it was last year's problem. As I too, say, so. if you're hitting threes and you and the problem with that too is you don't get as many rebounds. Yeah. So you're gonna live and die by the threes. You got to make them, and then you got to You got to get the defensive rebounds. I've seen a lot of ball watching, kind of just trying to rush back. Somehow, down the court. still won that game, but Houston just. Out rebounded offensively. Was it twenty three offensive rebounds for uh, Houston? Something crazy. It was something like something that. Something just so, absolutely crazy. So obviously that's going to hurt Alabama. I, I see a very similar season to last year, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously you build on some depth. You keep Quinterly and Shackelford back in the mix. Uh, you add in a, a big and Bidiaco who's got to get out of foul trouble. He's been fouled out, I believe, the last two games. Yeah. Uh, so he's got to yeah. stay out of foul trouble, of course, to be able to utilize him. Absolutely. Uh, and then you build on. I, I think what Alabama's really going to mo- miss most this year. 
is Herb Jones being able, and not necessarily just his playmaking ability, but I, I mean, if you watch Herb Jones last year, his ability to cover up everybody's defensive mistakes. Mm-hmm. So in other words, a guy gets by him, he's able to guard the and, guy and, that and goes Keon by And Keon Ellis might be that guy that can kind of play that Herb Jones role. So from what I've seen from Alabama, Keon Ellis is a great on-ball defender. Yeah. So you can put him on their best player and he can lock him down. The problem is he's not as good at Herb Jones as covering up everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Herb was elite at saying... I can guard this guy, but I'm also going to guard your guy when he goes by, but still guard my guy. I don't know how he and did make it. Make a play on the guy. That's who's what I'm saying. The basket I don't know or, how right. he did it. Yeah, but that was just the the. That's what you're really missing for Alabama. So of course I see you know three or four more losses throughout the season at least. Um, it's not they're not going to they're not going to run away with the SEC regular season like they did last year. They're not. I don't think they're going to go on the crazy run where they win like twelve in a row at some point last year. Something. Like um, that, yeah. So I don't know if that's going to happen like again. Um, but obviously I think. You know, if you look at the beginning of the season in bracketology, they were a four seed. I, I believe they're going to be somewhere like that at the end of the year. I don't see anything that you look down upon this team for. They have they're playing way better at this time of year this year than they were last year. So if you look at last year's team, I mean, I think they had lost four or five at this yeah, point, something like that. Yeah. No, it was, so it was a hard start for the time. If you look last at the discrepancy season, so, there, yeah. hey, maybe they do just skyrocket all the way. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to the. Second best team in the state of Alabama, Auburn, which you could say is the first best right now. The way that Auburn is playing, they've lost one game. It was to UConn in overtime in a tournament. Yeah. They have been lights out, in other words. I mean, they've been dominating teams, Cole. Yale and Nebraska, well, I don't think Nebraska is going to be a tournament team, but Yale is supposed to win their conference, and they dominated Yale a few a few days they ago. Did. USF they did. also spo- picked to win their conference. They well, I didn't dominate. They beat USF pretty good. Yeah, I, the way that Auburn is playing, I, this this is my only reservation with Auburn right now, Steve. Okay, I I don't like the non-conference schedule right now. This they have is, not it, played. This anybody. has been a very weak non-conference schedule. And, and and look, I I still think this Tigers team is good. I I, I think I mean look. Uh, What's his name? Uh, Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's box office. Oh, my I mean, gosh. Th- th- this guy's good. He's going to be a lottery pick. He's going to be great. I mean, Auburn's got a great basketball team. Devin Cambridge, Katie Johnson, all that, all those guys. They, they can all play. I just don't think this team is tested yet. Let's, let's wait two weeks from now when they play LSU at home. Let's see w- when they play some actual good basketball teams. They're going to get their chance. I think they're going to go on the road and play St. Louis this Saturday. St. Louis also picked to win their conference. So, I mean, you know, you, you get some chances to see them play in some tough and, and, and don't get me wrong, beating Nebraska, beating Yale, beating uh, a couple of these other teams they've, they've played, but your only ranked team you've played, you lost to UConn. So, they I mean, did beat that, Syracuse. That's... Syracuse is very weird this year, I will say, because Syracuse has beaten a few good teams right. and then gotten destroyed by other teams. Yeah, So, so I, it's very weird. My, my thing is, yes, I think Auburn is a good basketball team, but let's wait and let's just see how the season plays out. I, I think and Walker Kessler, another guy, He's gonna be a problem in the paint. That guy is big. He gets blocked. He's averaging over three blocks a game. So I mean, doesn't Auburn have another player too that is hurt currently? That's coming back later. Am I, I wrong think about you're that? Right, but I can't remember what his name is. Can't remember either. I can't remember what his name is. But no, I, 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 I again, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. I mean, but I think Alba and Auburn will duke it out, and it'll, it'll be yeah. good. Uh, first game is in Tuscaloosa, January eleventh. It is 11th, in Tuscaloosa. Uh, yes. Tuesday night. Uh, for those who are wondering, possibly could be at the time when they play. If both teams keep winning, a top ten matchup could be a top could ten be. matchup. Very, could very be. crazy. Uh, but to your point, last thing about Auburn, then we can move on to the third team in the state. Uh, they haven't played anybody good, but they've been dominating. Oh no, they they take care of business. So it's it's one of those right. where like you, you can't know, penalize them for. You can winning look the games at, in front of them. So I say you can look at it and say oh, I just don't like want to put really them up on a pedestal. That's fair. Just yet. That's fair. I would just set expectations. The too way high. they've been playing is 
They've been playing definitely really a top well. fifteen team, but They've I'm not going to say they're you well. know the one seed in the SEC just quite yet. I I think you can make an argument that Alabama and Auburn are right now are the two best SEC teams right now. I think you can make that argument. I think I think them and I I, I think you could still make a case for Arkansas. I think Arkansas is up there too. Didn't Arkansas just lose like two games though? I think no, they only lost one game. One I think game? they only lost one. I think. I'm pro- I, mean, I'm I think. I think Arkansas. Right. I think. Ten- I think. Uh, I think Tennessee's the other two lost team with Alabama. Yes, Tennessee has. I lost think two. it's Arkansas, uh, Auburn, and LSU are the three one lost teams in the SEC. I think. If I'm who did my, LSU lose to? I'm not sure, but I, I, I when I was checking the uh, the standings the other day, I think I saw where they have one loss. But yeah, yeah no, I, that that's my only thing. My only reservation with Auburn, and that's my reservation with UAB too, because I know we're about to talk about them. Is just the schedule. It's it's yeah. not the fact that I don't think that Andy Kennedy and Bruce Pearl, which by the way, Auburn has won. Two games without Bruce Pearl because of the uh, the, the sanctions. And so he's finished with his. He's finished his, with his uh, probation okay. time. Okay. Uh, no, I was asking. Yes, no, no. It was, it was just two games. Well, I know it was so, two. Has he already done two? Or I think it? I think it was last week when it started. So I think he got okay. this one. And then the I thought it was just so this one. Was, no, it was, it was two games. No, I'm saying I thought this was his first one. Was the one that he, he just played. right then? So I think Maybe the next one is Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Then he has another game to start. I think. Okay. I, I think you're right. Yeah. Because it just came out what Tuesday? Yes. Yes. When it got released. Not Tuesday. Today's. Monday. Today's, Monday. Today's Wednesday. Came out so Monday. 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 Yeah, Monday. Monday. <laughs> what so, day is it? <laughs> so, uh, yes, Arkansas has only lost one, but uh, they got killed by Oklahoma. They did. They did. So, so look, I, it's still early in the season. But, hey, I mean, you could say Alabama just got killed by Memphis. Right. And they so, lost I mean, by Iona. So, you it, know. It, it's going to happen when we'll, we'll probably change how we feel about these power rankings in, the, in college basketball because, my God, there's 31 games in college <laughs> basketball. So, I mean, like, you know, we can change. We, we, have, we have the ability to change our minds week to week. So, but for right now, Alabama, Auburn, two of the best teams in the SEC, for sure. Oh, for sure. I would, I would for definitely sure. How crazy is that? Would you have thought you would ever say that statement five years ago? I don't think there's many Alabama and Auburn fans out there that ever thought that they would ever have two of the better teams in the SEC in basketball. Maybe football. But yeah, in but basketball, five years no. ago, I don't think you could even – you would. I mean, everybody would have laughed you out of the room. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, Auburn was playing on Wednesday night in the SEC tournament a few years ago. I mean, Alabama was sitting at home a few years ago on, <laughs> on an SEC tournament night. So, I mean, like, you know, yeah, I don't think anybody thought that. So – Definitely, but yet UAB, big game against West Virginia Saturday. Uh, Coach Huge. Kennedy and the Blazers are playing at Legacy Arena. Uh, so, Stephen, what are the expectations? Again, we talked about the schedule. UAB can't help that the schedule has not been fair to them. They obviously lost the road game to South Carolina, and I think they lost a game to... Um, Do you want to guess? You want me to tell you? I, I just saw it, but I can't remember what the team is. San Francisco. San Francisco, that's it. So they just they've lost two games. Uh, they wrote, Both were road games, though, right? So I mean, you know, normally people don't they, don't they don't take too much away from when you lose on the road. They kind of value a road loss versus losing at home. Want to defend your home court, and Saturday is going to be essentially a home game. In fact, the BPI actually favors the Blazers. I think over. I, I over, mean, I uh, think I think rightfully so. If you look at UAB this year, I mean, they're the highest in Ken Palm, one of the highest I've ever been. Uh, and Kim Bond rankings, their net rankings are insane. For it to be this early well. and UAB ranked this high, that's well. They're, that's I mean, good. they're they're an elite team. Honestly, I mean, you look at them; they are one of the elite mid majors. I think you can definitely make that argument. Their offense has been clicking on every cylinder. Uh, they're winning games by. I mean, they're scoring over 100 points in most games. So, I mean, I, I think if you look at him, Andy Kennedy. Well, they beat is, Millsaps. What was the final score? Oh, gosh. 100-something like to 29. 29. Yeah. My God. So, I mean, if you – and Millsaps, though, is like a like – I mean, a yeah, three, but still, but, I, mean, I don't care who you're playing. For That's sure. That's ridiculous. For sure. It was 103 to 29, yeah. Uh, Gosh. But honestly, I mean, the way they're playing, the way they're scoring, their offense is working – 
better than it ever has. Andy Kennedy has done the thing that, um, you know, you can look at Musselman with Arkansas with the transfers. Andy Kennedy has taken, I think, I believe on this team, there are 10 players that were starting last year. So obviously he has so veterans. Yes. He has, the key. he has UAB starters from last year. And then he's also brought in players from other schools and brought them in to, to play. And they're really just looking elite um, pretty much at every position. You can look at Quan Jackson and you can say oh, that's Quan the, Jackson. Yeah. I mean, yes. He's a go-to scorer for UAB. You can look at him. You can say here, get the ball and score it. Just go score. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you really look at that and then you look at um, what's his name. Um, uh, it's Walker's his last name, but Jordan uh, Walker. Yeah. But they, yeah. Uh, what do they call him? Jelly. Jelly? Yeah, I think it's Jelly. Uh, I mean, he's been a great, great point guard for UAB. Great for UAB. Yeah. I mean, he's so fast. He's and Trey just, Jemison is so big. Trey Jemison is a Oh, my force. gosh. That is he's a, a mountain of a man. Uh, and, of course, Good he was night. on the team last year. And then you have LeBlanc coming off the bench, uh, of course. And then uh, you keep Taven Lovin from last year, too. Uh, as a, I believe he's a fifth year now, sixth year. Yeah, fifth year senior. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, he's been, he's been great. He kind of plays that bully ball role yep. a little bit. Um, so, yeah, UAB, uh, they're uh, – I think there's no reason they shouldn't run away with Conference USA. Um, I, I would think so too. I mean, after they, we'll see how they do against West Virginia this Saturday. But I mean, you got some early tests. You got UTSA, West and they should have won. I will say for that South Carolina game, that I didn't watch the St. Louis game. I watched the uh, second half of that South Carolina game. They should have won. They had a chance at the very. Did you watch this game? I, I saw the replay of the ending. <sighs> they had a chance to tie it. They should have mm-hmm. got an and one because he was fouled too. But um, Jelly Walker actually missed a uh, missed a layup. He got to the rim, but I mean, he was fouled. And clearly. they didn't call it. Clearly, clearly foul. a foul. Yeah. Didn't call it, but he should have made the layup anyways because he was right there, and then it should have been an and one, and they would have won on a free throw. That's crazy. But then instead they lost by one. I think they lost by one. No, they lost by two. They lost by two, but it uh, might have been a free throw. So so you could potentially <laughs> had the chance to tie the game, either with the field goal or with the free throw, but regardless, UAB's still in good shape. Great uh, shape. Going towards the end of the season. So Alabama, Auburn, UAB, all in good shape for hoops this early in the season before we even start conference play. Yeah. All three teams. Who would have thought Alabama Very would be good. a basketball school? I mean, basketball uh, state. Excuse me. You got me. But, <laughs> but but we love it here. The fans love we it. We love it. We love uh, so it. So that, I mean, hey, that, that's good basketball talk. Great Who would have thought we'd talk. be starting basketball off of I don't know. start the show? Basketball but, and uh, you, but it's usually king. you don't start in basketball until like, December, January, or late December, January. That's I guess we are in late December, but here we are. Uh, so let's move on to some NFL. Speaking so of a team back. that's been good. Yes, let's get back <laughs> into football. Uh, the Rams for Monday night. We'll, we'll start off on Monday night's game. I knew you'd start this off because this is your Super Bowl I, pick, Well, I needed, so I needed the you, win. You needed, you needed a I needed little confidence win boost for yourself, and I think bad. you got that Sunday uh, night. So Matt Stafford. Or Monday think, night, sorry. I think he was 0-17 against teams uh, five games over five hundred. So winning really good winning teams, he was zero and seventeen in his career. Absolutely. Uh, so now he gets that finally gets that win versus finally a really good looked Cardinals like the team. team that we all thought that they would. They be. did. They did. All, offense was humming. They were able to move the ball. I still. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. I still want them to go back to some more play action, like they were with Jared Goff. And they did. Working. And they did. They hit. They hit. You know, Van Jefferson for they a did, play action pass or long, long touchdown long throw. So uh, just get the run game kind of working for them, and I think yeah. not rely so. I. I mean, I think Matt Stafford. I don't think that's an argument. He's a great quarterback, but I don't think you have to rely on him for everything. I think that what makes the great teams elite is that they don't have to say, hey, just go make every single play. Absolutely. Uh, which I believe they were doing with Matt Stafford a lot. But, yeah, they finally get a big win against the Cardinals team that's finally back. Well, they were healthy. I don't know if you saw DeAndre Hopkins is now done for the regular season. I did not see that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
Wow. I don't know that if that changes a lot for Arizona. I don't know if he's done for the playoffs as well, but I know he's done for the Well, and you talk about the injuries. Uh, the Rams actually did this without missing a lot of players too. Jalen Ramsey didn't play Monday night. And really? And no. He I didn't realize I, that. Yeah. I didn't realize it either until the announcers announced today. They were missing about five or six players due oh, to, wow. to COVID. Well, and Aaron Donald, and I don't know if you watched him. He dominated. He is he's when safe. he's on. When he he. Aaron Donald likes to, you know, remind everybody every now and then just how good he is. And Monday night he used it because he was just a force. And Kyler Murray just couldn't do nothing about it. I mean, even as fast as Kyler Murray is, he was forced out of the pocket a lot of times. And well, it's they funny just too, locked him down. It's really funny too because if you look at uh, the, what, you I mean, three interceptions thrown, Kyler Murray. I think he I saw said, two. I, I don't. Was I think, it three? I think he threw the third one at like the last few minutes of the of the fourth that's, quarter. I mean, that's like very that, possible. So. Uh, but yeah, the Rams get a get a huge win. Uh, finally, OBJ finally looks like he's gelling with Stafford. OBJ I mean, looks like he's uh, been. Look, the, the Rams are starting to gel at the right time. They are. They are. But uh, let's let's hold off. Let's let them win a couple well, in a there's row. There's only four weeks left in the season, Stephen. But I'm saying so let's. Win, I don't let hold off too do they, long. Do they play, who do they play next week? <laughs> I, I think the Rams have actually a pretty favorable schedule to end the season. Seahawks. Yeah, you, you get the, but they the don't Seahawks, they play the yeah. do they play 49ers again or do they already play both. I think they've already played the 49ers. I think they played the But they Seahawks. have to play them twice, the 49ers, because they're in that division. But I think they've already played them twice, though. Now, that's but what I was asking. Because I, I, I think they – did they not lose to the 49ers? They definitely lost to them once. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they lost to them twice. I can't remember either, but I think they play uh, – No, they play the 49ers last game the of the last season. game of the season. Okay. That'll be big. They play the they play Seahawks. The Ravens and the Vikings. They play too, the Seahawks at home, and then they play at the Vikings at the Ravens, which are two really big games. And then, of course, the 49ers at home is going to be a huge game for that NFC West kind of crown because if they can beat the Seahawks. Very odd that it can't, it's going to come down to the Rams and the Niners could possibly be a deciding factor. Well, the Cardinals could still win it at the right, 49ers. Right, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I think we all have kind of seen the, you know what's been lying in front of us with the Cardinals. I mean, while, while they've been a good story to follow and they've been a pretty good team, I don't know how much I trust this team moving forward. I really don't. That's fair. I, I think injuries have really kind of derailed. They were on such a groove. I mean, they yes. won, what was it, like eight in a row or something like yeah. that. Uh, and they and had the best they, record in the NFL for right. many weeks. They lost that big game to the Packers on that last, I mean, pretty much a last second. When the Packers were missing half their football yeah, team, Yeah, lost that big game to the Packers. Uh, yeah. But then, you know, they, they were injured there for a while, too. They, they, they lost one game while they were injured. Everybody was injured, but then... They pretty much carried on the ship uh, with Colt McCoy at quarterback and everything like DeAndre Hopkins out, uh, nobody in. Yeah. But, uh, so I'd like to see them. Obviously, you're not going to have DeAndre Hopkins. Just like he's got a knee sprain. And it just says regular season, so I'm assuming they're just going to hold him out. So gut feeling, who wins the <laughs> NFC West? Do you, you still hold? Do you still think the Rams? I mean, the obviously Rams, the, the Rams are going to make the playoffs, whether they be the wild card spot or they get the NFC West. Do you think the Rams do, in fact, win the NFC West? Well, they're going to have to have some help. The Cardinals have to lose at least one more time, correct? Cardinals would have to lose to another NFC West team, right? At least once. I would, I would guess so. I would guess the Cardinals would have to lose to, I guess, either the Niners or the Seahawks. Why do you ask right? me these questions when I don't know the answer? Um, they've already beaten the 49ers once, correct? Am I wrong? I, I know the Cardinals have beat the Niners at least once. So the Cardinals did beat the Niners 17-10. What a weird score. Uh, they lost twice to the Cardinals. So, yeah, the Cardinals pretty much haven't won unless they lose to... I mean, they'd have to... They have to lose they, to the Rams yeah, again. They have to lose a lot of games. Two at least. They could lose to the Falcons this week. Oh, no, they lost to the Seahawks. No, they... 
Oh, this is the 49ers. We're just so was, we're, we're so we prepared. Sorry, sorry. I got very I, I, lost. I propose questions to Steven, and it just throws him off completely. This, this got, is the only part of the show where I can throw him off. Got, Otherwise, he's normally prepared. I got really lost just then. I thought I was looking at the card. That and when I ask him when a game is, if it's a Sunday night or a Monday night I wrote night it game, down, but he, but he did, he did write these down for All right, now, so they so. beat the Rams. They've beaten the 49ers twice. And they've beaten the Seahawks. They so would have to lose. So is that the tiebreaker for these divisions? Is 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 it's not just NFC well, they would have to lose record wise. It's it's in your division. Isn't that all division? It's always division, right? Because you mean, can obviously you have to have the record too. I mean, your your record has to look. You know, it has to be more wins. Well, than but if you too. if you beat everybody in your division, like if you beat them twice every time, and you let's say you what is it six games then? Yeah. If you win all six of those games, you could go six and ten, but you still win your division. Are Am you I wrong? kidding? Is that really? I that thought works? that was how it works. Am I? I could be wrong. I actually don't know the answer to that. I'm almost if positive. If that's though. true, wow. But you know, you've had teams like the the Falcons and the Pan- I mean, everybody was bad, but Falcons and the Panthers win their league. I mean, you had the football team win it. Oh yeah, that's true. Seven and nine they, yeah, last they went, year. They went seven and nine. But last that, year, but yeah. in their defense, everybody else. Was everybody else was bad, bad too. too. Yeah. And same with the Falcons and the Panthers. Everybody else was bad when they won their division. We'll look at bad that, records. I, I need to figure know that out. How that breaks down. I need to figure that out because this is going to look really down. bad, and we're going to look really Who's going to win a division? I don't know what to make of the AFC North. That's, That's why I wrote that down. Who's going to win that? Honestly, in your in your opinion, who do you think comes away with the All right, look, a- this, this AFC North? This is how North. I look at it. The Ravens are too banged up, and they have the Packers, Bengals, and Rams to, and Steelers to finish. So I just think the Ravens are just too banged up to win. Okay. Not healthy enough. Schedule's just tough. That's a tough four-game stretch. No way I think they come out with, that, with even less than two losses, maybe even three losses. Okay. Uh, the Browns have COVID issues and injuries. I, I don't know how much I trust them in the next four games. The only team that I somewhat semi-trust, because I don't trust the Steelers. I don't think I anybody in the country, you trust country it. trusts I hope the Steelers. that's not the Steelers. The only team I can trust at this point is Cincinnati. They're the more healthier team. They haven't had many issues, and they have the Broncos still left on their schedule the last four games. Ooh, so they have a stretch. lot more winnable games. So the uh, Steelers, Bengals, and Browns all have to play each other. Right. Rest of the way, right? So I mean, they'll have to play each other, and it'll all but work the Browns, itself out. The Browns but... still have to play at the Packers as well. Exactly. Yeah. Who do the Steelers play? Let's see. I'm I, curious. I, I, I think the Steelers have to play the the Chiefs, maybe in the last. Steelers play stretch? the Titans, the Chiefs, uh-huh. the Browns, and the Ravens. Yep. I'm telling you, I I, I think Cincinnati may have the easiest road Let's to go. to win the rest of the, the to win the Baltimore. division. Yeah, Baltimore's going to have to play the play Rams. the Packers at the Bengals versus uh-huh. the Rams. You might be right. I, I'm telling you, the Bengals, I think, have the easiest road, and they're just the healthier football team. The Bengals play at the Broncos. They play the Ravens at home. They do have the they Chiefs. They play the Chiefs. But even if you Brown, drop that game, if you if you win three or four games, that wins the division. I think you might be right. I think, I think it's the Bengals. Right. I, I, by default. The I Bengals, don't think, though, they're so... they're such that a, pick. The Bengals are such a weird team, though. They because are. If you they're, look, they're off and on. They're hot and cold. They they really Very are. Very much. They beat the Vikings. They lost to the Bears. They beat the Steelers, the Jags. They lost to the Packers by three. And then they... Beat the Lions, destroyed the Ravens, lost to the Jets, then lost to the Browns, then they beat the Raiders, beat the Steelers, lost to the Chargers, lost to the 49ers. Look, I don't see any <laughs> team going any team in the AFC North is not going to go very far in the playoffs. We also but need to look, one of them's got to win it. But we also so. need to look that up again. We need to know this rule. I can't believe just look at it. Yeah, I was like, just 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 look it up. Just say, does does a team? How does a team win their division in the NFL? But no, how to win your division? <laughs> In the NFL. Only under review do you get an entire lesson. Okay, so I was right. Head-to-head, okay. best one-loss tied percentage in games between the clubs. And then it's... what? It, oh, this is tie-breaking. I don't want to know tie-breaking. There is... I mean, there's a lot of tie-breakers when it comes to it as well, but... Well, I know, but, like, wouldn't you... So, I mean, I... I <laughs> 
not. We're just so stunned by by the many rules of the NFL. But oh, uh, here we go. Here, here's a question. Let's look at this. This is the question we wanted to. Ask. <laughs> if an NFL team wins all division games and loses ten non-division games, do they win their division, and make the playoffs? If the Patriots beat the Dolphins, blah 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 blah. blah, blah. I just need a yes or no. This is this is a very this is a very tough question. Uh, if any, if any of you at home know, you know, okay. hey, feel what? free to that comment below. Hold on. Now they lose all ten. You follow me? The Bills win seven of their ten. Two division. The Jets win three. I don't even think this comment's going to give you the answer. That Steven. literally told me nothing. I don't think that told you anything. We will have to do some extensive research on that for okay, sure. Okay, so no, it, you're right. You're right. It you have to overall record does go into. I'm gonna say I thought overall record would play a bigger a, a big factor in that. And then once you had a tie, all, between, so it says all games are counted in division standings. Right. The only time a team's division record comes into play is two division teams record. have the same overall record. Right. Yeah. You're right. I thought division games mattered a lot more. Well, that, well, that's what I'm, well, it, it does because in this case in the AFC North, you have uh, you know the Browns and the Bengals and, and the right. uh, Ravens have, are the all floating around seven and eight. You wins. have the, the tiebreakers matter. I'm not saying right. I just thought it mattered a lot more as in like you could lose all ten of the other games, win your division at six and ten, even though another team's saying you if know you have 10 the most and six. wins in your division, most of the time you're going to win it. That's true because so, most of the time you're better than the other. Most teams. of the time you're probably <laughs> winning against the division opponents but yeah. as well. So okay, well there we go. There's your. Do you answer. think? Do you think the Bengals also would win the division? I, so with your argument, that, sorry, we got very sidetracked. This uh, makes sense, right? I, I think so. With the rest of their schedule and everything else, I just don't. If the Browns, I I might go the Browns. I, I I can make a case to the Browns too. I just don't know how available they're. Coaching staff and players so are going to be the all, next few weeks. I was to say they're all COVID. They're right now, all they? in the COVID yeah. protocol right now. I mean Baker Mayfield, Kevin Stefanski, the entire you team. can you can make an argument after that second half. Just hear me out. After that second half against the Vikings, the Steelers might be getting hot. I and you know unfortunately offensively for the because their off, mean, offense is so like has been just abysmal, but they yeah. all of a sudden well, turned it know, off. Hey, Chase Claypool, if he doesn't you know. <laughs> Try and uh, <laughs> celebrate after a first down when there's 30 done, seconds left. Should have him for the whiskey. I forgot about him. Yeah, so uh, Chase Claypool. Okay, let's Another move whiskey on. for you. Let's move on. Um, this is just a quick question. Um, actually, let's talk about the Steelers because I do have the, them here. Chase Claypool, obviously, you pointed it out. He he does the first down celebration, wastes about five seconds, doesn't get the ball to the ref as the Steelers are marching down trying to tie the game, down eight with 30 seconds Plenty remaining. of time on the clock to try and get a touchdown. Yeah, uh, and then, of course um, – Big Ben, for those who didn't see it, uh, the Vi- uh, the Vikings were up, I think, 24 to nothing at half. Is that right? 24 three, to 3. 24 to 3. Yeah. Uh, and then the Steelers come all the way back. I think the final was 35 to 27. 36 to 28. 36 to 28. Mm-hmm. But anyways, Steelers come all the way back. They're down by 8. They have the ball left with like a minute minute remaining. Yep. Big Ben drives them down the field. It, Chase Claypool catches a first so down catch on a fourth down, celebrates, wastes time. They still have 30 seconds left by the time they spiked the ball. If you haven't seen it, please go look at the clip because it's, but, it's just great. But they only had one chance at the end zone. Uh, and Big Ben actually throws a the best possible oh, it was, pass. It was a dime. I've, Beautiful pass. One of the best passes I've ever seen. Oh. It was crazy. To Pat Firemuth in but double Harrison coverage. Smith made the play yeah. of the game. And you can, Punching you can that say, ball out. Oh, my yeah, God. Pat Firemuth, Beautiful. hands get it. He gets big, big hit by the safety. Uh, and then, of course, the Vikings seal their win. But does all right? Let me ask you this way: Does this look better for the Steelers in that they were able to come back and get hot offensively, which we haven't seen all season from them? Been bad offensively, or all does this look long. worse for the Vikings and the fact that they almost Vikings Vikings did their self? 
Does that make sense? One hundred percent. This looks bad for the Vikings. Yeah, because the Vikings have been so up and down, and I think that if if Mike Zimmerman cannot get this team, they're gonna have to win at least two of the last four games because he's on the hot seat right now. No, this this Vikings team is. I not, you know I I agree uh, because we talked about it. A if few they weeks were ago. to drop three or four the last four games, I I, I don't know if he has it's much of a their, future with Minnesota. It's left. their decision making. It's their their performance when they're within a score. Honestly, it's it's because it's, they have the players. This is not a team that is not a Part good football. Of, this is a pretty good football. We team. can make your you can make your arguments about Kirk Cousins, good quarterback, bad quarterback, whatever you want to say. I think you could say he was a above average quarterback, top. 15. You gave the stat the other day about what his numbers and what his record has been against certain competition. I mean, it's it's pretty good. I mean, Kirk Cousins He's, has been a fair quarterback. So you could, I would say, top fifteen. Let's say top Absolutely. fifteen, just for argument's sake, one hundred percent. The problem with him being top fifteen and not top five. Is the payment? He's getting paid. Oh yeah, forty million dollars, and so you can't really do much. And granted, they do have a good team right now, Mm -hmm. but you can't do much to supplement that when you're paying your quarterback, who is let's say he's thirteenth in the NFL. I don't know. I don't. I don't. We don't have to go in the rankings. Let's say he's thirteenth. You can't be paying the thirteenth quarterback forty million dollars. No, no, you just can't. (laughs) Not when the top five guys aren't getting. That's what I'm saying. So it's just the money is the real problem. Getting paid more than Dak Prescott, guys like that. No, no. No. Uh, but right. anyways, the Steelers kind of get hot a little bit. They they show that they do have some offensive. Big Ben probably is last year. Uh, probably look, the best defense in the NFL too. The Steelers. I mean, the Steelers have. You could that, argue that. And I Big mean, Ben looked. He looked like old Big Ben. He did. In the or, I half. mean, I guess he is old Big Ben. He looked like young Big Ben. <laughs> and and they asked Big uh, Ben Roethlisberger this today, and he said he's not talking about retirement and whatnot. Even though everybody assumes this is going to be his last season, we'll see. So maybe there is a little bit of inspiration trying to play. If you these watch, last if you watch every other game of the year, yeah. I'm just making an argument. If you watch every other game for of the year, I mean, it's time. Yeah, it's time. I think so too. It's just I think you're right. The arm strength is still there. It's just his legs aren't there anymore. He can't move. He can't shake off defenders like he used to. I don't know if you saw this NFL um, like movies or something like that. Whatever's on NFL there. Films. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I said movies. Uh, they posted like a. a it's a good collage watch. of yeah. Big Ben. Did you see this? Yeah. Of his younger self shaking. The way I you forget, watching him now, you forget how good he was at yeah. just shaking off tacklers. He's like a they were unit. Nothing. I mean, Big Ben, there's huge. a reason why they call him Big Ben. He is big. He's <laughs> I mean, huge. He is, he's good at that. Uh, so yeah. last thing we can talk about in the NFL kind of recap, uh, and we can make this one a short one. I just want to know, are the Chiefs all the way back? Oh, they're all the way back. Or all the way back. Or is their offense just dominant when they play the Raiders? It is dominant when they play the Raiders, but I'm going to say this. Six-game winning streak, and they're having just averaging just over 10.5 points allowed on defense. I mean, that's that's solid on both So, sides. I will say their defense is elite, but their it's offense good. hasn't been, except for when they play the Raiders in the six-game win streak. I mean, Patrick their Mahomes offense and the crazy. have been dealing with some, you know, I, I don't I, I really don't know what the issue is. You have one you have a freak at wide receiver, a freak at tight end, and a great quarterback. I don't know why. And a good running back. At times. And you have yeah, a pretty good running back. Andy Reid's an offensive guru. Why can you not score? I, I'm not sure what the issue is there, but I think they're playing at the right time, and I think that they're going to get to about 13 wins this year. I think they could honestly win the last four games. No, I mean, I, I agree. I think they're going to be favored in all their four last games. I th- I their think toughest test is Thursday night against the Chargers. That's it. That's probably. I, th- I mean, I think they're playing really, really well um, down the stretch. Uh, if they can get their offense kind of – their offense hasn't even been playing bad. It's just not – the Chiefs offense. You know I think what I'm they set the expectations so high the last couple of seasons as far as their offensive numbers that we're just we just expect that's what they're going to do. Right. 
Right. And I, I think, think that's a good argument. I think people have started to figure out defensively how to play against this Chiefs offense, though. No, I mean, I think that's a good argument. I just, I, I guess I'm looking for that where they just, you know, you look at the Chiefs and you just say run the touchdown play. Like run, run the touchdown play, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Tyreek over the top. Exactly. You know, Travis the, Kelsey over the top. Exactly, you know? yeah. exactly. So I'm right. just looking for that, and that's always been kind of their bailout when they make hey, mistakes. we talked about this last show. Defense has kind of made its way back it has. into football. It so has. I think that's, I think that's the, what you're seeing in the NFL right now. But I'll agree. I'll say, I'll say all the way back. So that will recap the NFL. Let's here we go. Let's go into our time. big time bowl season preview here. Okay, we're uh, going to go uh, fast uh, here. Uh, 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 I'm going to name uh, uh. the teams, name the bowl. Let's go. And we're going to name the spread. Let's do it. Okay? Let's do it. Now, I, up, I, before we start, though, I would like to say this. Would you want to do it this way, Stephen? As far as, I mean, look, because we're going to give our pick, and then, you know, if, if they cover or not. What if we did, like, a point system where, like, if you get the game pick right, you get one point. If yes. you pick the spread right, you get two points. Okay. How about That's that? Fine. That's you fine. like that? Yeah. Okay. We didn't. Uh, I'm, Let's kind of keep up with that. All I right? wish I would have had a pen and paper because I write these down. Uh, I'll just go back and listen later. Okay. All right. So first game, game starting tomorrow. This will air Let's do Thursday. It. So the game starts tomorrow, December seventeenth. Middle Tennessee is playing Toledo in the Thomas A. Robinson National. Wait, that's not the bowl game. The Bahamas, Bahamas Bowl. Bahamas Bowl, right? <laughs> yeah. That's such a long sponsor it, name. This it Bahamas was giving Bowl. me the stadium, the stadium name, yes. and not the. I'm sorry, yes. sorry to the people. The Bahamas Bowl. Middle Tennessee is playing Toledo in the Bahamas Bowl. Toledo is a ten point favorite. Who you got? The Rockets have won their last three games by double digits. I got the. Uh, let's see. I, I'm going to say that they will. Win. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote this down wrong, but I'm going to put Toledo will win and cover over the Blue Raiders. I like that. I will pick the same pick. Just for that reason. Yes. Uh, Northern Illinois. <laughs> totally messed Northern up. Northern Illinois is playing Coastal Carolina in the Tail Greeter Cure Bowl. What a name. That's Tail in Greeter Orlando, Cure Florida. Bowl. And Coastal Carolina is a 10.5 point favorite. Cole. I think Coastal Carolina gets to 11 wins. I like Coastal, but I think it's close. So okay. they, don't, they don't cover, but I like Coastal. I will. I will say Northern Illinois gets the upset. You know, it's a storybook season for them this year. They go from what do they win two games last year? No, to winning, not much, yeah. To winning not their much, yeah. winning their conference this year. So I, I say storybook ending. Why don't we have okay. a storybook ending and beat Coastal Carolina? We'll be different. There we It'll go. Be different that way. Uh, Western Kentucky. This is now we're moving on to Saturday, December eighteenth. Western Kentucky's playing App State at the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Why oh, not the just Boca the, Raton Bowl. Why not just the Boca Raton Bowl? Why do you, you have to put do an advertisement Thing? in front of it? That's uh, this is of course know. in Boca Raton, Florida, at FAU Stadium. App. App State is a three-point favorite. Cole. Hey, Bailey Zapp, 56 touchdowns this season for Western Kentucky. Crazy. Led the second highest scoring offense for the Hilltoppers. I'm going to take the Hilltoppers over App State. I'll take App State. Hilltoppers actually lost a good amount of games. Bailey Zapp has been electric, but they've been bad in some good in they some have. better team games. They so have. I'll pick App State to win that one and cover. So uh, next game we have is UTEP is playing Fresno State in the PUBG Mobile <laughs> New Mexico Bowl, PUBG Mobile. New. I love reading. Mobile. We just need to do a segment one year, and it doesn't have to be this all year. All the bowl games, uh, just and the bowl game names. Yeah. I just want to read them all. The out, best, ones. which I am doing. Uh, this is in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Fresno State is a eleven and a half point favorite. Cole. Hey, Fresno's missing their quarterback and their coach, Stephen, because their quarterback's in the transfer portal, and their head coach is going to Washington. So I got, I got them winning, but I don't think they cover. I don't. I feel kind of hesitant about picking them, but I got. Fresno not covering, but you got them. Ooh, I got them you got them winning without their quarterback and coach. Yeah, I I think Fresno's the better team. I don't. I don't. I've watched UTEP play. I do not think that UTEP is a good football. UTEP team. was like had one loss. They've they've been on a losing streak. Yeah, today. that's what I'm saying. I, go, I, I mean Fresno. Let's not forget Fresno beat UCLA no, Fresno's, and they gave Oregon. But they a had their good quarterback. Football. I know, but still, you got. I mean, the, the football team, overall team has to be pretty good for them to do that. I mean, that's not just all one player. 
Come on. All right, UTEP. All right, excuse me, Fresno State. <laughs> Keep in mind, guys, these are teams a lot. We had to do some research because we don't know anything about some of these teams. We have oh, not see, watched a you did, cent. You did research? I did no research. I'm just playing this by the just fast and loose. See, I thought you would have done a little bit, Steven. You're, you're the stat and research guy. I figured you would have done a little bit on I am, teams, but right? I just I wanted to play it fast and no, loose. No, come on, because Steve, I, you did. You watched some film on Fresno, right? I mean, I've over, seen overnight? Fresno play. Yeah. I'm <laughs> I'll pick Fresno to not cover. I like that, too. I yeah. didn't See, I didn't know their quarterback and coach was out, so I would have just gone They're with out. whatever. So They're there you out. go. This is why I have you around. Um, next game, we can actually talk about this one um, for a little bit. Let's do UAB it. is the playing Bowl. BYU in the Independence Bowl in Shreveport, Louisiana. BYU is a seven-point favorite. Mm. Cole, tell me how UAB wins this game. It's it's going to be tough. I mean, with Jaron Hall, Tyler Algier, I mean, like this BYU offense is very dynamic. I mean, this is a team, Stephen, that's beaten the Pac-12 champions. I mean, BYU has beaten a big-time FBS school, so it's going to be tough. I think the biggest thing for UAB is is you're probably more motivated to play in this game than BYU is. So maybe you might catch BYU playing a little bit uninspired in this Shreveport game because I think BYU thought they'd be playing on a New Year's Six game probably. Um, I think, is Dwayne McBride going to be healthy enough to play in this game? I mean, I know he kind of got banged up towards the end of the season. Is he going to be playing? I, have right? s- I haven't seen that he's not going to be playing. So you, I would assume you've he You've got to have a healthy and, and, and just have a, a good game plan where Dwayne McBride in that rushing game gets a lot because BYU does give up a pretty good amount on the, on the, on the ground and whatnot. So I think if, if you can do that, maybe keep the ball away from BYU's offense. Maybe that's your recipe to win. Uh, but I mean, if this gets into into a shootout, if I mean, you might have to score 30, 35 points to win this game. If UAB can't, it gets into a shootout. I don't, I don't like it. I, I think BYU wins by ten. I think they cover. I, I, so you, I, I think they keep it competitive. I think UAB keeps it competitive in the first half, but I think your talent gap in the second half just settles in at some point. I, I so I agree with that. I think for UAB, obviously, you pointed out Dwayne McBride's got to get going on the ground. I do think too, you got to get Garrett Prince involved. You got to get uh, Hayden Pittman involved. You're two really yeah. dynamic tight ends. Your your speed. Give Dylan Hopkins some easy throws. You know, definitely, yeah. definitely set him up. Set him up to succeed. Don't set him up to fail or to have to win the game for you. I think that's obviously UAB's plan. Always, and if McBride um, is having a big game, maybe that makes takes some pressure off of. For Dylan sure, Hopkins. for sure. I, I mean, I think BYU wins and covers. Yeah, what I a mean, terrible draw for you. It's UAB. not a good draw for you. Terrible UAB. draw not, for you. It's not. I mean, of all teams, like to get that draw out of oof. the twelfth ranked team in the country. And you put it thirteenth. Oh, thirteenth. The thirteenth ranked team in the country, and and, and you put them against the an eight and four conference USA runner up. I mean, I just <laughs> it's ah, tough. It's no. tough. Stuff. I don't know. Conference USA West runner-up. West runner-up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Conference <laughs> division runner-up. I'm sorry. Okay. So, well, I think yeah, we both you, have... You, I think UAB keeps it competitive. Good game. Good season for Coach Clark. I but, think they keep it competitive, yeah. but I think BYU wins by 7 or 10. Touchdown yeah. or 10. Uh, you know, I think that UAB will... So you think will, they cover? I do. Yeah, I do. I think I they, they win and cover, but it, it's not a... They don't blow them out. Let's it's put not it that a blowout. No. Yeah. Um, so next game up, we have Eastern Michigan playing Liberty... In the Lending Tree Bowl, that is in Mobile, Alabama, Liberty is a nine and a half point favorite. Cole, oh, this is a showcase game. Is for Malik Willis, Willis playing? Oh yeah, okay. he's gonna play. He's gonna play. Yeah, no, this is this and in this Eastern Michigan defense is gave up on an average of 197 yards on the ground. Liberty's gonna eat him up. Liberty all the way. Yeah, Liberty all the way. Uh, Easy. I, I like Liberty as well. I think Easy. Liberty Liberty wins it. Malik Willis is obviously trying to raise the draft stock. I think Absolutely. he's playing in um, the Senior Bowl too, isn't he? Yeah. So yeah. yeah so no. I think Malik Willis is really gonna try to raise the draft yeah, stock here. Big so. time. Uh, I think Hugh Freeze probably helps him out and calls a good game as well. I think so, too. Uh, moving on, Utah State is playing Oregon State in the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl, presented by Stifle. I guess we have two uh, presenting This is the first there. year for this bowl game, it correct? Is. Yeah. It is. It is in Inglewood, California, at SoFi Stadium, of course. Oregon State is a seven-point favorite. Cole. 
I got Logan Bonner and the Aggies. Give me that seven and a half all day, baby. I like I Utah it. State a lot as well. All right, well, you're taking Utah State. Yeah, I think Utah State. I, okay. I like them all day. I like I like that points. You said seven, seven and a half. Yeah, I like Oregon it. State's a favorite. I'm confused. No, I'm I'm saying like I. It's oh, too, you like that they're underdogs. I, I, I like that they're underdogs okay. at seven and a half. You pick them that's, to win straight too, up though, right? That's too many okay, points. That's what I that's think they win straight up too. You just I got confused. I thought no, you were taking yeah, them no. and the points. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> All right, no. moving on. Louisiana is playing Marshall in the RL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. This is obviously in New Orleans. Uh, Louisiana is a five point favorite. Cole. I mean, this is a virtual home game. For is Billy Napier? No, he's not going to coach it. No. Okay, I know. I know he coached it there in the uh, in their uh, conference championship game, but he's not coaching this game. No, Cajuns by ninety. This is going to be their thirteenth win of the season. Mar- Marshall. I mean, should they really have been paired in this game with Louisiana? So this I mean, no, I, no. What is up I mean, with Conference USA getting these awful draws? This is not a good draw for a con- like. Why is UTSA not playing Louisiana or I, BYU? So, why? <laughs> Just don't I don't that. like that Billy Napier is not coaching this game because I, I do think that obviously in the last game they won because... But I just don't a, think Marshall matches up good no, against No, I think Louisiana is just a better team overall. Yeah, uh, so team. I'll, I'll have Louisiana covering, yeah. but I don't I don't enjoy that they don't have like Billy Napier one last send-off. I know no. obviously that was a SWAC championship, but still. Uh, moving on, this is a Monday, uh, December 20th. Old Dominion is playing Tulsa in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Myrtle Beach I wonder Bowl. where this game is played, in Myrtle Beach. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. Tulsa is a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Cole. This is only the Monarchs' second bowl game. They've won their last five games to get here, so i got to give props to uh, head coach Ricky Rain and uh, the Old Dominion Monarchs, and I like them in the points. Uh, I'll take Tulsa, but not to cover. Okay. There we go. Uh, no reason. Uh, no I reason. Just, just, that's what I said. I, I wanted I take, to play I'm, this. I'm taking the Golden Hurt case. I look at the names, you know, and I just say, mm, who do I like to win that? You know what I'm saying? Kind of that. Just like a, just picking off the helmet. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, okay. uh, like, uh, what's, All right, Lee Corso. Well, I was saying um, Laura Rutledge's kid. Doesn't she do that? Oh, yeah. Reese, yeah, is that her yeah, name? Yeah, Reese. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Tuesday, December 21st, Kent State is playing Wyoming in the famous. Now, this one actually has a good ring to it. The famous Idaho, Idaho Potato, Potato Bowl. Bowl. This it one does. Has a good it ring does. To it. Wyoming is a three-point favorite this played, obviously. I feel like we need to have like that that, uh, that NFL music playing behind. Dun, dun, dun. Like playing behind us as we're picking these picks. That'd be so good. Like it, it's, it's, it'd be, I, I'm not going to set that so up well. right now, but next time. We should have uh, <laughs> we we thought this through beforehand. <laughs> Wyoming is a three-point favorite. Cole. Uh, Wyoming's one and five against the spread. Kent State's zero and five against the spread. This is a coin flip game, Stevens. So I'll take the flashes just because. I mean, okay. whatever. I mean, it's just. I mean, th- this is a toss up game. I'll pick Wyoming. Both teams are bad against the spread. In so. spirit of in spirit of Josh Allen, I'll pick Wyoming. Okay. I mean, you, you could probably pick either one and be right. I mean, it doesn't. <laughs> okay, this is actually a really good game. Uh, UTSA is playing. This is the same day, Tuesday, December 21st. UTSA is playing San Diego State in the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. That's Two mouthful. conference champs, right? Uh, yes, this is obviously in Frisco, Texas. UTSA is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Cole? Uh, the Roadrunner is going to have a tough day. San Diego State allows less than 77 yards rushing, so I like the Aztecs to win their 12th game of the San season. San Diego State is a really good defensive team, and they obviously we talked about that punter who is absolutely electric. I'm telling you. Uh, but their offense is actually pretty abysmal. It's bad. It's bad. So I'll go UTSA. I'll go a little bit of comments USA. UTSA, they pull out. They did have to uh, – they got – Beat pretty bad by Rice. Mm. Amazing. Or not Rice. They didn't beat uh, no, Rice. No, it was uh, uh, North, North Texas, Texas. North Texas. To lose their uh, undefeated yeah. season. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they come yep. back and they win the championship pretty well, didn't they? Didn't they kind of yeah, hammer this, them? Yeah, pretty decisive win. Yeah, I'll yeah. go to UTSA then for that. Uh, next up, we have on Wednesday, December 22nd, the next day, Missouri is playing Army in the Lockheed, first team. Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Army is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. This is played in Fort Worth, Fort Worth 
Texas Cole. This is a disastrous matchup, Stephen. Missouri allows over 229 yards rushing on defense. Army's going to have an absolute field day against but Army, this defense. Army doesn't run the same offense, though. I don't care. They still run the football they a lot. Do. They, <laughs> they do. They still run it a whole lot. So I think that Mulkin and this team are going to get a win over the SEC. I'll go Army. It's the Armed Forces Bowl. Yeah, no, Army's going to win this game. <laughs> All right, uh, Thursday, December 23rd, we have North Texas playing Miami in the Frisco Football Classic. This is the bowl game. This is the, this is the one you're talking about. This, this is, the, is one. the bowl game. This is the one. This, this is might the one. be my favorite bowl game. Yeah, this might be the uh, – <laughs> we're going to have to make sure we watch this one. This is going to be great. Miami of Ohio <laughs> is a three-point favorite. Cole. The Red Hawks looking for their first win since 2010 in a bowl game, so I'll take the Red Hawks and I'll say they cover. I'll go North Texas because they beat UTSA and because they had to win their last what like two or three games they, to yeah, be, they become like, bowl eligible. Yeah, they won like five or six games in a row. Yeah, so North Texas all the way. Conference <laughs> USA love. Uh, let's move on to the next game on that same day. UCF, a little bit of Florida, Florida, Florida on Florida, Florida on Florida action. Yeah. UCF is playing Florida in the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. These are some of these are mouthful. These, these names are just awesome. This is in, who'd have thought that we'd have a game where <laughs> Florida and UCF play, and we have Gus Malzahn versus Coach Knox. I mean, like really weird, very weird, really weird. Uh, so Billy Napier's not coaching this game either. No. No, no. Weird. No. Uh, He'll be sitting in the, probably in the luxury just, seats, probably somewhere there. just watching. He's, yeah, Billy Napier is just, he's like in the cloud. He's in spirit. He's, he's in spirit. here, but he's not there. In spirit, he's there. <laughs> yes. This is in Tampa, Florida. So this is Florida on I Florida I really wonder how that plays Florida. also, Stephen. How motivated this Florida team is going to be playing. Because this is a big in-state game. I mean, like, UCF really feels like they have a chance to beat Florida in this game. Definitely. So, I mean. Uh, Florida is a six and a half point favorite, by the way. But saying all that, I like the Gators. I do too. I think they come. I don't think UCF's that good. I don't think so either. But <laughs> saying what? all that, the saying they're motivated how, to play. Where I, is I, UCF I at? Orlando. How far is that from Tampa? Uh, not as far. What's as you closer, think. Gainesville or Orlando or yeah. uh, Tampa? I think Gainesville is closer to Tampa, right? Because Tampa's north. Tampa, yeah. Florida, right? Or north? Yes. More yes. north than Orlando. More north. Yeah. More north. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Florida. <laughs> I'll take Florida. Memphis. The, 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 it'll be mostly Florida fans. There. That's what you're yeah. trying to say. Well, I was just trying to see who there's was closer. way more Florida well, fans probably. In I mean, the there's state a of- lot more Florida fans, but I didn't know how close it was to right in proximity yeah. to Tampa. Yeah, right. like why is U- why is UCF in Orlando? That's not Central Florida. Are we sure that's in Orlando? Oh, I'm 100 percent positive. Yeah. Why, why is that called? Because Disney has a program for the university. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just Christmas saying. Yeah. Eve. No, I'm laughing at myself. <laughs> Christmas Eve, uh, Memphis is playing Hawaii in the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. Memphis I mean, this is, is a, a seven home point game favorite for Hawaii. I mean, like, how is this fair that and Hawaii gets to play made, in the Hawaii Bowl? It's very weird bowl. too because Hawaii plays in the Hawaii Bowl, and they literally made the Frisco Football Classic because Hawaii was bowl eligible at six and seven. Hawaii's four and two at home this season, so I mean, I'm just going to take Hawaii in the points. I mean, uh, yeah, give me the Warriors. It's a home game for them, so yeah. You know, yeah. Why if they have not? a winning we'll record at home. Why would you? I'll go with you. Why would you not pick them? I'll yeah. go with you there. Uh, <laughs> next game, Christmas Day, Georgia State is playing Ball State in the Tax Act Camellia Bowl. This on is Christmas Day, right? This is on Christmas Day. Georgia State's a four and a half That's point favorite. Draw for a bowl game, playing on Christmas Day. I know. Wow, Cole. I'm going to pick this game just in honor of our friend and former coworker Chris Wrinkle. He is a former Ball State alumni, so I'm going to take Ball State wins in an upset over the Panthers. I will I'm go sure Georgia State because I have friends that went to Georgia State from uh, high there school. You go. So there we go, Georgia there State go. four and a half point favorite. Georgia State's a you know in the past they've been a, a exceptional running team. So you know rush game gets we'll going. See. They don't have a thousand yard rusher though, so I don't like that. 
Next game up, December 27th, we have Western Michigan playing Nevada in the Quick Lane Bowl. This Quick is played- Lane Bowl. <laughs> This These is played in so Detroit, good. Michigan. They're so good. Western Michigan is a five and a half point favorite. Look, Cole. all eyes will be on Carson Strong, the quarterback for Nevada. You know, he could hear his name called early on the first day of the draft. No I know way. I wish that my Saints. You think he's going to be called on the first day? He might be a first round quarterback. Seriously, Steven. There are teams that need a quarterback no. that badly. Oh, I don't know, Stephen. Well, if he's have, not a late 20s pick in the first round, he's definitely a, a day two guy. Cole, they have five definitely. quarterbacks right now who are posted in the first round. Stephen, they're I'm, all I'm better just than telling Carson Strong. You, NFL teams, when when they see these guys going early, they just get desperate and they'll pick him. Then they'll pick him. But you have all right. So you have Kenny Pickett. You have Malik. Will, we're not going to get into this. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just. Western Michigan's okay. playing Nevada. Regardless of his day one, he'll be a day day one day two guy. 100%. I'm taking Nevada because he's going to put on I'll show. say this. We'll if five quarterbacks cover. go in the first round, then he will go in the second round. How about that? Absolutely. Okay. But, if, but if six or seven go in the first round, then he's going to go. Six or seven quarterbacks. We're not getting into this. <laughs> I'm just saying. We're not it's doing possible. it. When's it's the draft? possible. We need a draft show already. We'll, we'll do it. Freaking we'll, for, for the show, we'll do it. December 15th and we need 16th because that's when this airs. And it, we need a draft <laughs> show. Um, so you have Nevada? I have Nevada. I have Western Michigan because it's in Detroit. That's the only reason. Fair. Uh, next game up, December twenty seventh as well. Bowl. Boston College is playing East Carolina in the Military Bowl, presented by. Now this one just sounds powerful. Did the they? Is this a typo? Bowl. Periton? Is that supposed to be Peloton? Periton? No, Periton? I, I don't know that actually. Me either. I don't know. That uh, this is in Maryland. Cole. Oh, uh, Boston College is three point favorite. I got Boston College to cover. <laughs> Jeff Halfley and his staff are going to build some momentum going into year three. I mean, I think Boston College has played pretty well these last few games. So, yeah. Uh, I'll go East Carolina just because of the Pirates. Well, they actually are. I think they're like the last three bowl games they've actually won. So, <laughs> But a bing, but a boom. Yeah. I picked that on purpose. The Pirates. Big game we can talk a little bit here about here. This is on yeah. Tuesday, December 28th. Houston is playing Auburn in the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. Ticket Smarter. Here in Birmingham. Birmingham Auburn is a three-point favorite. This is one of those games, too. What a terrible draw for Auburn. Not a very Houston's good eleven and two. Yeah, <laughs> who you got? Well, actually, let's just go to the same thing we do with the UAB. Auburn's keys to victory here. Not a lot of confidence with his Auburn team riding that four game losing streak. Now you know how healthy is TJ Finley. Obviously, he was you know banged up in that Iron Bowl with that ankle injury and whatnot. You know, obviously Tank Bigsby. You just you know said he probably will play now. So that that obviously gives you a little bit more help for Auburn you know, as far as the running game goes, which can be key in this game because Houston has a very potent offense with Clayton Tune and whatnot, the quarterback for Houston, so they can score. So the problem with Auburn is can you match in a shootout if this game were to get that way? But the defense for Auburn has been key for them all season. So how much pressure can they get on that Houston team and keep them off the field? So I I, I don't like Auburn's chance in this game. I don't either. Steven. I don't. I will say I really this don't. for Auburn. Obviously, it's in Birmingham. That is That crowd is going to be 70-30 Auburn for sure. I think I mean, it's going to be 80-20. Or 80-20. I think it's like, going to be yeah, as much gonna, as you can be, get Auburn. It's going to be yeah, Auburn. I mean, it's going to be a lot of Auburn love. But, I mean, yeah, if, if, if Houston scores over 30 points, I don't, I don't think This is unprotected too, right? Yeah, it's unprotected. Yeah. I don't think Auburn can, is capable of scoring 30-plus points with TJ Finley, No, I don't think so. so either. I think if Houston could get anything going uh, at all, I think they, they, can, they can really run Auburn out of the stadium. Yeah. I don't like Auburn's chances. Obviously, it is a pretty much a home game for Auburn, so that helps them a lot. I like Houston, but really close, honestly. I oh, don't yeah. think I, Houston I, will run yeah. away with it. I think that Auburn's yeah. defense can really show up when they need to. Obviously, we saw that in the Iron Bowl. Uh, Very odd that they're, Auburn's actually a favorite in this game. I, I can't well, it's a home game. Out. 
Well, yeah, but still, it's a, it's a six-win Auburn team against, like you said, an 11-win Houston team. I mean, well, we see. I mean, as not we, a lot of respect for the Cougars. It is not at all. But as we see with the you know the playoff picks and everything like that, they they really respect Power Five. They really don't respect. They do. Vegas they do. also really respects Power Five. Really doesn't respect. So a lot of not, love from Vegas for Auburn, but I gotta say, I not a lot of love from me. I, I just don't see it. Yeah, so. Houston. Houston did get kind of beat down by Cincy. Yeah. Um, Houston, but barely. Close. Close game. Touchdown uh, game for sure. All right, let's move on. Air Force is playing Louisville on December 28th as well in the Surf Pro First Responder Bowl. Uh, this is in Dallas, Texas. Louisville is a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Air Force. I don't think – I've seen Louisville play a couple of times this yeah. year, and their defense does not look good. This triple I'll, option I'll actually up. take Louisville here because I saw that one game where Cunningham scored like eight touchdowns. Oh, he, he's great. Wasn't there a game where he where he uh, ran, throwed, and caught a touchdown? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah he scored like eight touchdowns. Yeah, and he has. Crazy. You know how many touchdowns he has on the year? Passing. He has 18 passing touchdowns. He scored like five of them in that one game. But you know, <laughs> really hey, good, really good guy. Hey, yeah. I just hey. I, I want to see another eight touchdown game. Good play. I think it'd be fun. Could be entertaining. Um, yeah. Mississippi State is playing Texas Tech in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. This is also on the 28th. Mississippi State. The Mike is Leach a, Bowl. Yeah, it is the Mike Leach Bowl. Mississippi State is playing is a nine point favorite. This is in Memphis, Tennessee. Cole. Uh, I mean, look, Will Rogers and and well, the Bulldogs ranked third in the FBS with thirty eight and a half, uh, thirty eight three hundred eighty five and a half. I'm sorry, passing yards per game. So I mean, I think they're going to win. Yeah, give me give me the Fighting Leach Pirates. Yeah, I'll go I'll go State and give me the nine. I'll take the nine too. Uh, UCLA is playing NC State in the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. That's a mouthful. This is obviously in San Diego. Uh, NC State is a one-point favorite. Cole, I like UCLA. I, I think do they too. Upset, I think they upset NC State. This is, I mean, this is a home game. I mean, it's, San Diego is obviously not next to LA, but this is a lot closer than NC State. Yep. <laughs> so uh, UCLA all the way there for me. Uh, West Virginia is playing Minnesota also on the 28th in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Great name. This is in Phoenix, Arizona. Minnesota is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Neil Brown's 4-0 straight up in bowl games. I like West Virginia in the upset. Oh, you like West Virginia in upset? Uh, give me Minnesota. They beat Wisconsin to uh, to wrap up the year. They did. Could be on a hot they streak did. here. Uh, SMU, this is ne- the next day, Wednesday, December 29th. SMU is playing Virginia in the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. <laughs> Virginia is a two-point favorite. This is played in Boston. Cole, who you got? Toss-up game, but I like Brennan Armstrong and the Cavs to win. So I think they cover. Okay, so you got Virginia. I got SMU yeah. just because Mustangs. I like I like just because Mustang just because Mustang didn't they lose that coach though? They may have. Pretty sure they did. Actually, I think you're right. But Virginia just got Tony Elliott too. I think both teams actually just lost their lost their head coach. Tony Elliott is their basketball coach. No, that's Tony. um, Tony Elliott was the Clemson offense coordinator. Now he's there. Uh, Tony, uh, why do you ask me that? Uh, Is Tony something? Is it Bennett? Yeah. Mm, yes. No. Yes. Maybe. 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 I, I'm. I'm not sure. I'm not <laughs> Look sure. Look that up for a second. Uh, SMU is playing Virginia. I will go stick with SMU because they both also coach, and who knows? Maryland is playing Virginia Tech uh, in the New Era Pinstripe Bowl, also on the 29th. Maryland is a one-point favorite. This is played in Yankee Stadium. This is the one. It is Tony Bennett. By the uh, way. Yeah, that sounded right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to Pinstripe Bowl. Pinstripe Bowl. Look, Hokies just fired Justin Fuente, yep. but they are the better team. I think. So Virginia Tech covers. I'll go Maryland. I say, I'll say that uh, Talia Tungavaloa finally shows that he can throw the ball. He has not shown all year. So I don't I know. know why all of a sudden he <laughs> win the bowl game. But hey, you know, it, whatever, whatever you whatever happen you think, in bowl Steven. season. Okay, whatever Cole, you think, anything is can happen. Okay. All right. Uh, next game, Clemson is playing Iowa State 
in the Cheez-It Bowl Who in Orlando, that Florida. Clemson would be playing in the Cheez-It What's crazy Bowl. is this is played in Orlando, Florida, not, I mean, Saint, I mean, it's pretty far from Clemson as well, but way further from Iowa State. And Iowa State is favored in this game, one and a half points. Brock Purdy, Brees Hall. I mean, two veteran guys. Brees Hall's going to go I say, probably. Do they, do they send him out? Oh, no, I, I think Clemson wins this game. Okay. No. I, I agree. <laughs> well, Clemson did just lose their offensive coordinator and defense coordinator. They did, but, I mean, I, I just think Clemson's the better team. I mean, I definitely think so. Iowa State has struggled against some very bad competition this year. Very bad competition. You know what? Give me Iowa State. Give me Iowa State. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, next game, this is, a, this is the first uh, ranked versus ranked one we've had. Oregon is playing Oklahoma in the Valero Alamo Bowl. This is in San Antonio, Texas. Oklahoma is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Cole. I mean, these are two teams that were in the playoff race a few weeks ago, Steve. I know. And now they're just, just completely ripped out of it. So they didn't even get both them, six. Both of them lose their head coaches. I mean, Mario Cristobal now leaves. Lincoln Riley leaves. So now, they, I mean, these two teams, what's left of these two teams, really? Is, uh, um, is uh, the defensive end for Oregon playing? Uh, what's his name? Oh my gosh! Why did you have to ask me? I know what his name is. And me you too. Have to ask. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe not. I don't know. But which team's going to be more distracted? I think is the question here. So I don't know which team deals with that better. I'm just going to say that I think the Sooners are the better teams. I will take Oklahoma to cover. Are you looking up? Are you it looking? It starts up with an K. It's uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, right? Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, thank yes, you for saying that because yes. that literally just reminded me uh, what it is. I yeah. actually completely agree with you. I think Oklahoma wins. I think they're the better. I think, team. I think there's the better team. I think they're the better team as well. Um, but I'm not oof, confident in that pick. Me either. <laughs> not. Confident. I was thinking about Oregon's run game. I just thought about Oregon's not run game. Not confident, but I think. Give me Caleb Williams in Oklahoma. Why not? Yeah. Uh, North Carolina is. Is he staying there? By the way. Who's that? Caleb Williams. Did he answer he, the transfer portal? I don't know about that. That may not be 100% accurate. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Me either. <laughs> he, might, he, he, might, he might transfer to USC. Know. I don't know. I, I have no I, idea. But, no, I think he's they staying. They have not announced anything if there, if there is uh, But anything. I think he's staying because I think that um, uh, whoever their number one, whoever their number one uh, recruit was for Oklahoma went to USC. Hmm. He went. He decommitted from, or I mean, Oklahoma went to USC. So I think he's staying. Well, he's definitely going to play in the bowl game. So I I'll take, hope so. I will take Oklahoma. <laughs> for sure. North Carolina is playing. This is on Thursday, December thirtieth. North Carolina is playing South Carolina. This is interesting. Battle of the Carolinas and the Duke's Mayo Bowl. This this is always a weird bowl game because somebody always eats a full jar of mayonnaise and it always grosses me out because so I hate gross. I oh hate mayonnaise. Gosh. I hate mayonnaise too. I hate oh mayonnaise. my gosh. North Carolina is an eight and a half point favorite. This is this is actually in Charlotte, North Carolina too. I love it. Who you got? Oh, Sam Howell's playing, so yeah, I like. I like. North I think Carolina this is cover. another one, yeah. just like the Malik Willis. Sam Howell says, "Hey, make me a first round draft pick here." Yeah. Uh, yeah. Next game up, we have Tennessee playing Purdue in the Trans Perfect Music City Bowl. This is going to be in Nashville. Yeah, Tennessee is a four and a half point favorite. Cole, you know the Boilermakers are actually trying to win nine games this season, Stephen. If they win this game, but I got to say, I like what Josh Heupel's done this year. I think they go off and kind of his first season have a good into it so i think tennessee wins give me some hinton hooker love and uh, give me some give me tennessee there um and the points pittsburgh is playing michigan state number 12 pittsburgh is playing number 10 michigan state in the chick-fil-a peach bowl of course played in atlanta michigan state is a one and a half point favorite cole wait where where are you going with this you going you on the i'm sorry peach bowl chick-fil-a peach bowl yeah did you miss that one i missed that one which who's playing this one pittsburgh michigan state Oh, I got I got to scroll down real quick. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> the the Spartans' pass defense is awful. 
Uh, so I like Kenny Pickett and the and the pit. I do too. Uh, Kenny Pickett, of course, playing. Are we sure he's playing this game? Uh, last I saw the reports, I saw yeah, he's well. playing. Uh, again, show out game. This is his last chance to yeah. really say, uh, yeah, like, hey, I'm wins. the yeah. best quarterback in this draft class. Absolutely. Uh, so, But he can't fake slide in this anymore. Cannot fake slide anymore. They did so, announce that that is now against yeah, the rules. Now against the rules. So uh, give me Pitt. Give me Pitt all the way. Uh, Wisconsin is playing Arizona State in the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. What a name. <laughs> what a name. Of course, played in Las Vegas. Wisconsin is a seven-point favorite. Cole. Hey, the Badgers 5-1 and one in bowl games under Paul Christ. I think the, despite a disappointing season, I think uh, they win. Yeah, man. They yeah. could have gone to the – well, disappointing season, and then they came all the way back to – possibly going to the Big Ten Championship, and then they lose their rival yep. game to Mich- uh, to Minnesota. I think they tough, win, tough. but I think it's... I do, too. Oops. I like Wisconsin, but I don't like the seven. So give me Wisconsin, but not the seven. Wake Forest is playing Texas. It's number 17. This is Friday. This is... Uh, uh, Chris, I mean, not Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve game, uh, yeah. Wake Forest, number 17, Wake Forest is playing number 25, Texas A&M, the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Texas A&M is a five-point favorite. Uh, this is played in Jacksonville, Florida. As of note... Uh, Zach, Zach Calzada, Calzada is, is in the transfer, transfer portal. portal, right? Yeah, so a little controversy for the Aggies, but they're actually 3-0 and straight up in bowl games under Jimbo Fisher. Not sure who the quarterback is going to be. I had originally said I thought I'd like Texas A&M in this game, but not anymore. Sam Hartman, I think, in the offense of the Wake Forest. I think Demon Deacons. I was going to say, give me the Demon Deacons the for kind of a dream season here. 11-win yeah, no, yeah. season for Wake Forest. Are you kidding me? Give me give me the Demon they Deacons win. when yeah. Texas A&M doesn't have a quarterback. I where could Zach Calzada possibly be trained? I was more thinking about Texas A&M's defense. Screw it. I'll stick with Demon Dickens. Uh, Washington State is playing Miami in the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. This is played in El Paso, Texas. Miami is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Cole. Now, Miami's been terrible against the spread. One and five is a favorite this Who's season. Who's coaching them this game? I have no idea. It doesn't matter. They're not going to win this game. The Cougars are going to win. You think so? Absolutely. No shot. I don't know. Their quarterback's pretty good. Who are you talking about? Miami? Miami? Yeah. Van Dyke? I mean, yeah, he's played well, but against what kind of competition, Steven? I mean, the games I mean, I'm not saying, I, well, okay, what kind of competitions Washington State played? Well, I, I, I'm just saying, <laughs> uh, of the two, I, I think I can trust uh, Max Borgie and the Cougars a lot more. Give me Washington State just because they just beat Washington and destroyed them for the first time in a long Won time. Won the Apple Cup in a long yeah. time. First time in a long time. Uh, Central Michigan is playing Boise State in the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. This one's interesting because it's not actually televised. It's only on Barstool Sports' YouTube page. Do you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, so Barstool Sports is handling everything. So they're doing their own commentators. They're so doing where will be broadcasted? Their YouTube page and their website. Wow. So this is not actually televised. It's only on Barstool Sports YouTube and and website. Is Dave, is Dave Portnoy announcing the he game? Is. He is. No color. way. Yep, he's color. Wow. Okay, Big I cat, will definitely watch Big this. Big Cat one. is the wow. uh, color and Dave Portnoy is color and they're thinking about using another person from uh Barstool as the uh play-by-play. They they're trying to get wow. Brent Musburger as play-by-play actually. That would be Pretty amazing. crazy, right? Wow. But okay. that's, uh, that's awesome. so that's as of note for that. I love that. Uh, this okay. is in that's cool. Tucson, Arizona. Boise State is a seven and a half point favorite. Cool. I like the Broncos, but I don't think they cover. CMU has been a covering machine as an underdog this season. So, yeah, I like Boise State, but nah, I like that I pick. Give me, I'll take that as well. Central Michigan kind of uh, – they, they were close in the uh, – A lot of games this year. Mac, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, give me Boise State, but ooh, I don't love that. Close. Just give me Boise State, but I don't love it. Close. Um, of course, uh, we can just touch on these really quick because then we'll give our national championship game. I just want to give you give me the picks – for the playoff games here, and then and then later we'll talk about the national championship. Okay, yeah. Cincinnati is playing Alabama. 
Of course, in the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic, Alabama is a 13.5-point favorite. Cole? We talked. We kind of broke the game down last, last show, so I mean, I, I won't spend too much time on it, but I like Bama to win after a big effort in the, uh, you know, obviously the SEC championship game. I think that Cincinnati's done well. They've played the Cinderella story well, but Alabama's not going to take this this game lightly. They're going to they're going to go out there. I think it's close in the first half, but the second half. It's hard to win over. against Nick Saban when he has so. a month pr- to prepare. Uh, I got Alabama in the points. I think they win. Oh, you think they win yeah. and cover? Sauce Gardner is really going to be the story in this game. I think other, other, over anybody else. Yeah. Desmond Ritter obviously has a chance to show that he can be a first round quarterback as well. I think Cincinnati is going to give him give Alabama trouble. Uh, I don't think Alabama is going to run away with it or anything like that. So I'll take Alabama, but don't give me the points. Oh, okay. don't cover. All Alabama right. does not cover. Okay. Uh, Georgia is playing Michigan in the Capital One Orange Bowl. Georgia is an eight point favorite. This is, of course, played in Miami. Cool. Uh, I, I mean, we talked about it last show, and I think we both uh, kind of broke it down, and we both kind of agreed on this. I, I like Michigan. I, I, I think they're playing really good football right now. I think, they, I think they both do things similarly that are really, really well, but I, I just think this is Michigan's year. I think uh, now the. Cade McNamara and the lack of a passing game kind of scares me against that Georgia defense. That, so front. that's the real problem, I think, in this is that's that Alabama was able to break down Georgia because they have the best, by far, offense that Georgia's faced. Michigan does not Michigan's have that not dynamic. dynamic on offense. No, I will say no. though that Michigan is by far and away the best, the best offensive line. Well, best offensive line and best defense that Georgia's, Georgia's going to yes, face. One hundred percent. So I like Michigan too, um, but. Man, I think that offensive line of Michigan is this a one, real this problem. This one is a so. real, like, I don't know why Georgia's an eight-point favorite. Yeah, uh, this is a lot a, of points. This is a, this is a pick'em game to me. Even if I wasn't picking Michigan to win a game, I would take those points all day long. I think That's so, too. That's a lot of I points. I think so, too. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. I think it's just no. going to be a who no. can bully each other more. And Michigan showed that they can bully some people. So, so give me Michigan there. Uh, let's move on to uh, New Year's Day. 2022 season starting right right here. Uh, Penn State is playing Arkansas in the Outback Bowl. This is, of course, in Tampa, Florida. Penn State is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I got Arkansas. I got Arkansas over them, I, I think, yeah. yeah. I got Arkansas, too. Penn State just – Oklahoma State is playing – like there's, that? Not, there's not much you can say. Do you like that analysis yeah, there? Not much you can say. Oklahoma just, State. Not been good. Number nine, Oklahoma State is playing number five, Notre Dame in the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Notre Dame is a two-point favorite. This is, of course, in Glendale, Arizona. Cole. First debut game for new head coach Marcus Freeman. He will coach this game, obviously, because he was the interim coach for the last few games, and now he will obviously be there for the bowl game. So I think it's a defensive battle, but I like the Irish. Big bowl game win over the Pokes. You know, I'll take the Irish in this game just because of the players' reaction when they saw Marcus Freeman become head coach. I think they're really going to try and show out for him to show that, they, that Notre Dame made the right decision here. He, he's a guy that you just want to play for. Uh, you, you know do, what I mean? He you just, do. I love his quotes. I think yeah. he's, a, he's a football guy through and through. But, the man, I want to pick Oklahoma State because they should have beaten Baylor. They just shot themselves so many times, and they still almost won. They did. That's and why I want to right. pick they Oklahoma did, State so won. bad. But yeah. I'll pick Notre Dame just for the Marcus Freeman aspect. Yeah. Uh, Iowa is playing Kentucky in the VR. Is it Verbo or VRBO? I always say VRBO, but... Verbo. I think it's Verbo. Verbo. Citrus Bowl. Um, this is in Orlando, Florida. Kentucky's a three-point favorite. Shooting for that 10-win season. Mark Stoops has got that extension. Yeah. Kentucky wins and covers. Yeah. These are like the same team. They literally are the same team. They both want to run the football. They play defense. They're not they're very good. They're both bad at offense. The one big note here, though, that goes against my pick of Kentucky, Iowa plus 13 turnover margin all season long. And Kentucky <laughs> has one of the worst turnover margins in all of college well, football. The so turnover margin, factor. too. The turnover luck plays a big part in that. 
Yes. There is such a thing as turnover luck. Uh, give me Kentucky. I'll take Kentucky, but that's it's the same team. That's literally the they, same they, team. Yeah, different conference. Literally same the same yeah. team. Yeah. Utah State, team. number 11, Utah. Not Utah State. Number 11, Utah is playing number six, Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. Mm. Uh, Ohio State, of course, in Pasadena, California. Ohio State is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Cold. Hey, C.J. Stroud's the hometown boy. I think he has a big game against Utah. I mean, look, Utah's had a good season, and I think they're a pretty good football team. But, I mean, come on. Ohio State's just what a different What a rough matchup game, for Utah. You know? Why wouldn't they put Baylor in this game? Yeah, I, 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 this is not a good matchup for Utah. They, I mean, because – I guess Pac-12. Does Pac-12 have a deal with the Rose Bowl? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Because no, normally Oregon's playing Right, that makes sense. USC Ugh. or something like that. So yeah, Honestly, I think it would be a better game if Oregon was playing. Yeah. Like rematch from rematch, earlier in the season. Yeah. You don't think that would be good? I think that would be better. Well, if we had Oregon won the Pac-12 championship, it would have been a rematch. And Utah did stomp Oregon twice. Yep, exactly. Uh, yeah, I guess Ohio State. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Baylor, number seven Baylor's playing. <laughs> This could be the best. This could be one of the best games. But outside the playoff, uh, this game about to cover could be the best. My game analysis just come down to me making like fart noises in my mouth. Yeah, uh, number seven Baylor. I agree with you. Though. This could it's a great be game. Number one of the seven best Baylor games. is playing number eight Ole Miss in the Allstate Sugar Bowl. It's a pick'em. It's a pick'em, and it should be. This is two pretty good football teams. Not top four, you know, top five worthy, but they outside that. I mean, I would not want to play these teams right now. Yeah. Both teams playing really good. Dave Aranda versus Lane Kiffin. I mean, this is going to be a back and forth game. I got Ole Miss though. I got Ole Miss. They're they're how high? Too good. By the way, if they win this game, and this will be their eleventh win of the season, how high could Ole Miss possibly be ranked next season? The preseason polls. I mean, they could. Well, be, they lose Matt Corral. They do, but I mean, you have to think Lane Kiffin has somebody back there. He's going to replace him. I haven't some, looked at their what's their recruiting ranking. You can tell me right now. Hmm, let's see. Uh, not good. Oh, not well, good. okay. I guess not. Oh, 31, 31. Okay. No, so yeah. maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. Okay. Ooh. You win. You win, Steve. <laughs> you win. Okay. I like Ole Miss and Matt Crowell with a bang. And I, I, like I said, Baylor, they, they did beat Oklahoma State um, and they played well. Uh, but Oklahoma State had four turnovers, shot themselves in the foot, and could have won it in yeah. the last play. So Baylor did win. So credit to them. But. They should have lost kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Like, how do you almost lose when they have four interceptions? I don't understand that. So, watching that, you would think that would make me more confident in Baylor because they won. But, but you're not. I'm less confident in Baylor yeah, more than Ole ever. Miss. So, Ole Miss there. Uh, Tuesday, this is just January 4th. This is a late game. Weird. LSU is playing Kansas State in the Tax Act Texas Bowl. It's in Houston, Texas. Kansas State's a one-point favorite. Cole. How are they a Did one it, point Didn't uh, Max Johnson in the transfer portal too? Pretty sure he did. I don't know. That, well, now, had, now that's big. Pretty positive he did. If he did, then that's going to change my pick completely. And we're in the point of the show where my computer stops working, so I can't tell you that. Uh, <laughs> I had originally said that I, I thought that I would take LSU, but if he is entering the transfer portal, wow. I, I I can't I can't confirm. I'm this. pretty positive, Max Johnson. But if you're, I mean, if you're pretty positive, I mean, I'll I'll stick with that too. But if if LSU can stop Deuce Vaughn, who's the Kansas State running back, then they can win the game. Yeah, but ah. can LSU stop them? I think Max Johnson's in the transfer portal. Like I'm pretty positive he's not playing. Okay, I uh, I'll take Kansas State then. <laughs> I need well, to figure I, this out. I, I, I don't know, Steve. I, I, I yep. can't. Okay, so he is. Transfer portal. Okay. Well, then that, that, that settles it. Kansas State's going to win this game. I agree. Because that takes away your best offensive threat. Because Matt, and, and that's a shame because this LSU offense has been has seen some really 
some better days these last few games. No, I agree. With Max Johnson leading. I agree. So. And then, of course, they had that, that game-winning throw at the end of uh, who, who play? Texas A&M. Texas A&M, yeah. Of course, you know, they had the infamous little punt play that they did. talked about they that did. kind of helped did. them out a little bit. I forgot bit, about but, that. You know, yeah. I forgot. So, but but I, they still won with Max Johnson. Without Max Johnson. Yeah. But they got Walker Howard coming in with that really cringe video from uh, – did you see that video? Of who? Of <laughs> Brian Kelly recruiting oh, Walker gosh. Howard. I, I was afraid you were going to bring that up. Yeah, I can't believe that? that wasn't your whiskey, I forgot. honestly. I, thought that, right I figured forgot. that would have been your whiskey, forgot honestly. Forgot about it until right now. The, the the bad accent that he did in the basketball game when they introduced him. Well, he talks about that, but I'm talking about the, the... No, I'm just saying, you just add all these things. The cringe video, the bad accent. What more can Brian Kelly do to just, you know, dilute this this hire it more? I mean, like, <laughs> wow. Okay. So he'll be watching from the luxury seats. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, we'll just see how, how things go for LSU in that game. So finally, of course, that wraps up the 42 bowl games. We did it. We finally made it We through. did it. We made it. Um, We're here. We are on to the championship game that will be played in Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. Right now, our picks are going to be Michigan versus Alabama. Alabama. Right. Let me, let me ask you this first. What's the line going to be? If if everything goes to chalk the way that I think the, the Vegas thinks, I think Alabama will probably be around a nine and a half point favorite. Yeah, I was going to say ten. I was going to say ten. Nine and a half, maybe eleven and a half. If if, if if Alabama were to you know really take care of business against Cincinnati, I think you could possibly see it being an uppers of that. But I think nine and a half is a good number. So you got winning. Tough, tough to say, um, but I mean, if it is Michigan, I think it's kind of a similar thing with with Georgia. Just not enough offense. If if Bryce Young and, and Jameson Williams have that kind of day, I'll just take them all day long. I mean, Alabama. I mean, I don't. I think see, Alabama's the hot team right now. They are. They're playing well at the uh, right time. The real problem for Alabama would be, you know, they obviously have all the momentum, energy. Uh, they have the yummy uh, right. rat poison yummy going rat poison. into the Now they're the George favorite game. now. Now all of a sudden they're, they're back the, to the favorite. It's, it's flipped That's what I'm a saying. They don't have the yummy rat poison no. anymore. They have the ver- they have but, rat but poison. But how much did that really motivate them, Steve? Really? I mean. I don't think Nick. I, I think that Nick Saban uses anything and everything to motivate I think te- so too, the team. But, and I think if he gets even a little bit of, uh, hey, we're not, we're looked okay, down upon fair, here. Fair, fair, It really just depends here, on how that problem offensive for Michigan. line plays. It here's ha- the problem depends. for Michigan. They really have to try and dictate the run, but Alabama's rush teams, that's been the best thing about the Alabama right. defense, has been their rush defense. Right. The pass defense has been suspected. Michigan times, doesn't match up well. I I will say, though, you know, it, the, it completely, the team that matches up best against Alabama in the playoff is the team they're going to play first. Cincinnati because their true. offense provides anything they can give and they the have really good problems. they have really good cornerbacks too they the have other two, two really teams good lockdown cornerbacks play right into what Alabama's I will say though best. Michigan uh, the problem with them is Aiden Hutchinson but absolutely where, where does he play yes. though but where does he play defensive end but what side defense no <laughs> plays on the right side oh, oh. <laughs> I didn't know which side you were talking no, about there. okay I got you right plays on the right side that means he would Evan go against Neal. Evan Neal. Yeah. That'd be two first round draft picks. Two that top would be five a first great round draft picks. Matchup to watch. Two top wow. five first round draft picks going. So who has the better day? You know, Aiden Hutchinson or Will Anderson if that game is played. That'd be a that'd be a big That'd be a big story too. Big story I mean, to watch. A guy who was kind of snubbed I'll in the take, Heisman. I would take Alabama, but again, it just completely depends on the offensive line play. We saw how when the offensive line can Against block Georgia, right? Alabama's going to tear them, tear everybody to pieces. You give Bryce That's Young that time. How that just, offense works? Yeah. Jameson Williams is too fast to stay with for that long. Yeah. Uh, now, if the, we, we'll see. I think it'll we'll learn a lot more once they play Cincinnati. We see at their offensive line if that was a kind of a hey, we're playing our best of our best for that one mm-hmm. Georgia game, or if they keep it consistent. Because obviously, we saw them in the Auburn. Auburn <laughs> 
the Auburn Bowl. The Iron Bowl, we saw them, saw them versus Arkansas. We saw them versus LSU. They didn't look good. They yeah. didn't look good. So I agree. We'll see if that's a one-off or not. I, I would take Alabama. That could be our tiebreaker right there, by the way. Which one? This the, uh, the, the national championship game. Well, what if what if, if Michigan if, loses? If we tie, if we what tie if Alabama all this? and Michigan lose? <laughs> then we're both. Then we're both <laughs> in it. trouble. Doesn't really matter. Our records probably are bad. Well, at that, that point, will so. wrap up our massive, massive bowl preview. I will go back and I will get all of our picks and I'll try to make a graphic. Of I it have mine written down. You should have wrote yours down. I so did you not. Were, you were not prepared. Well, I like to. I went. To, I went off the cuff. You just. You just like to go off. Off. Yeah, I'm like pulling. That. I'm yeah. pulling rabbits out of the hat there. Yeah. Going off. I see that. Or I'm just dancing. I don't know what you see, but you're not usually that kind of guy either. That's no. I'm usually a stats guy. Uh, but there was 42 bowl games, and I you just did not feel like looking up 42. Different no, stats. I just yeah. went for the teams that I knew, and then I said, well, "Props to you." And then I said, "I like that." Maybe it'll pay off. If you go 42 and 0, then I'm just gonna Cole, say, well, "Why did I not go off?" Cole, guts? I've been so bad at picking college games this year. If you get, figured, if you get half of them right, you I know. figured why not instead of just you know going with over analyzing like, it, going with stats and like real stuff, just just gut feeling whatever i feel you should just let your wife pick the games that's true she actually has done good at that she's also done really bad at that so it's <laughs> has, has she done well at picking like the brackets for like the college basketball tournaments before uh no <laughs> <laughs> i've thought about letting my wife just pick and just see how much yeah, better she does no than me. she's not good at it okay sometimes like if i just give her the team well, names, hopefully she doesn't listen to this and hear, um, hear you just, you know, she does just trash okay when it's live okay but we're not live we're not live today so i think i'm safe you're safe this time yeah. okay okay <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to uh, just some NBA talk. Uh, just touch because on we're, it because it's We're going to get into the big. Christmas. Christmas Day is obviously a huge day for NBA. I think NFL is actually playing on Christmas Day this they year, do. too, though. They do. Yeah. Uh, they're trying to steal some NBA valor here. Yeah. Anytime um, they get eyes on the TV, you know. But I just wanted to talk since we're coming up to the, the – I call it the true start of the NBA season. I feel like after Christmas Day is the real, like, okay. Getting close to now NBA break. season. We're here now. Teams you know? have been playing with each other for um, a while. Yeah. Let me just ask you right now, who you got in the championship? I mean, look, who am I, who I think is going to get there? Who I think is like, you know, playing the best right now? I mean, I don't know. The, the Warriors and the Suns are probably the two best teams in the Western Conference right now. The Lakers are on a roll. They're playing better. They're starting to figure out how the, their pieces are fitting together. I mean, right now, Stephen, the Cleveland Cavaliers are the fourth seed in the Eastern Conference. I mean, East? Do you, yeah. Do you really think they're the fourth East best team in the East? Come on. No. No. So, I mean, I was calling Sexton for the season, too. Yeah, I mean, like right, 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 like right now, the teams that are in the playoffs. I mean, five weeks from now, they might not even look the same. That's why so, I asked you picks for the ship. At the beginning of the season, I would have said Lakers and Nets, but that's too bland of an answer, maybe. So that's obviously, well, now it's now we're getting to the true start of the season. So who's your? I'm still going to stick with the Nets. I still think the Nets are the best team. I think KD is underrated MVP pick, which we'll talk about that here in a minute. I think the Nets will get out of the Eastern Conference. And I still think it's the Warriors. I mean, they're just playing too good. And they still get Clay Thompson and James Wiseman back. So, I mean, yeah. It, it, no matter what the Lakers and Suns do, I mean, it's just... No, I'll, I'll yeah. agree with that completely. I think the, the Nets obviously I mean, have you the, hate to sound like it's too predictable, but, I mean, yeah. that's the, the two Nets best are, teams. The Nets are playing like this. I don't think Kyrie Irving is just going to be, be able to play at all this I season. I think he's a tradable asset, if you want to be honest. It's very weird. It's very weird. Because Trade of New him. York's... But who are you trading to? And how? What are you going to get for him when he? They know there, there has to be you someone have out no, there. That but you, can you just have. For. If you're the has Nets, if you're the Nets, you have no leverage because they not. know he's not that, playing. That's what I'm saying. They know he can't play for you, so they're not going to get the assets they would normally get for a player of Kyrie Irving's caliber. Yeah, I agree. Trade him because that's all you can do. But what I mean, and Kyrie Irving's already threatened, or he says he didn't, but he threatened through his agent that he'll retire. 
So, I mean, the so Nets. You're, but you're still on the Nets and the Warriors. Yes, I like that pick. I, I think those are the, the correct pick. The Warriors obviously playing like the championship Warriors we've yeah. seen before. Yep. They get, like you said, they get Clay Thompson back. The passing back. that this team has is just unreal. It's unfair. And then, of course, Jordan Poole is averaging, quietly averaging to over 20 points a game. What? So like, wow. their other guard that has been playing in place with Clay Thompson is averaging 20 so points. So you're going to have a guy averaging 20 coming off the bench when Clay Thompson Pretty much. Yeah. Disgusting. And I mean DeAndre, I mean uh, DeAndre, uh, Draymond Green is playing like a defensive player of the year again. I mean, when Disgusting. you have the Warriors are showing that hey, when they have the healthy pieces and they play like they team we know to they be can reckoned with. Whew, don't want to mess with them at all. Uh, so I like that. Uh, that sounds very chalkish for both of us, but I mean, I think that's just that is what it until is. Until somebody right proves something else, I yeah. Mean, until we see something that. from somebody else, I think that's uh, completely true. Who's your MVP of the season so far? I think we're going to agree. Steph Curry. Okay, you think, I think Steph Curry? I think Steph Curry, and then I think Kevin Durant quietly putting up twenty nine point six, seven point eight rebounds and five point eight assists. So I think Kevin Durant right behind Steph. So right behind Steph. Interesting that you say Steph. You know why? There's why another that? player who's averaging, I think, like point one more points per game than Steph. Yeah, or point one less. Excuse me. It's like twenty six point eight. Yeah. He is also averaging eight rebounds and seven assists, and shooting. Uh, I think 54% while Steph is shooting 44% from the field. You know who that player is? I don't know who that player LeBron is. LeBron James. Is LeBron James doing that right now? Wow. Don't think he's going to win MVP. I just thought it was No, I, I think he's probably missed a few too many games, don't you think? I mean. Probably. But, I mean, we're like the MVP is obviously at the end of the season. I just don't think the Lakers are going to be good enough at the end of the season. Now, they could still make a playoff push and everything Absolutely, like that. Absolutely. But when they, by the time they vote on MVP and everything, I don't think it's going to be LeBron just because I they have LeBron fatigue. And then also, I, I mean, the Lakers just aren't as a team cohesively no, playing well. Uh, whereas the Warriors Anthony are. Anthony Davis looks like he's made out of glass. But I just I mean. think that's very interesting that you said that for Seth Curry. Because I would have said, I think most people, if you just kind of not watch close basketball, like watch every game or anything like that, you watch the headlines, you see the scores, you watch a game here or two, like me and you do, I, you would have said Seth Curry. Because of the way he's been playing, he gets a three-point record, he's been all over the news. But he's averaging less assists, less rebounds, less percentage, and point one points per more game than LeBron. I think I think between those three, I think you make a case for either one of them. But I think and quietly, quietly Kevin Durant, quietly, very quietly, Giannis is having averages of the same those last two MVP seasons. Very quietly, that's true. But they've also been his team has been injury riddled and bad. Still there. Okay. I would say KD. I, I'd say he'd be my those, MVP pick right now. Any of those guys I think are worthy. I think KD would so be my far. MVP pick right now. Um, okay. And then finally, uh, I just want to ask this question because we normally have this. That's usually the big talk in the NBA is trades. Who, what superstar is going to move where? We kind of mentioned Kyrie Irving a little bit. Is there anyone else you see maybe on the trading block or maybe maybe it's the Ben Simmons trade that everybody's been talking yeah, about? Yeah, I'm about to say, I think there's three names. Ben Simmons, you named it. Of course, Kyrie Irving. I don't know how you're going to move him. Damian Lillard, another guy to keep an eye on if Portland decides to do, they do want to move off of him. And then DeMont, uh, how do you say his name? Deontay De- Murray? No, DeMontis Sabonis. Yeah, Sabonis. Yeah, Sabonis. The Pacers apparently have put him on the trade block as well to see if there's any teams that want to shop for him. That would be a huge pickup for any team that Huge needs a asset. big or an athletic big come off the bench. Yeah. So, yeah stretch four. I mean, I mean, he's a great stretch four. Stretch so five. I whatever. didn't realize the Pacers had put him out there, but Woj tweeted the other day that they have. They are, yeah. they are listening for offers for Sabonis. So Sabonis would be a huge get. I, I, I think, think him and Damian Lillard are, are, in, are your two biggest so assets Portland, you So Portland has been very adamant that they are not trading not Damian trading Lillard. Port- yeah. uh, which I don't blame them because you don't yeah. trade 
that caliber of a player. As good as he's been. Uh, yeah. We already talked about Kyrie Irving. You really, like, the Nets need to trade him, but every team knows they need to trade him. So you really don't have any leverage. You have no leverage. And you need to None. get, if you're trading a player of Kyrie Irving's caliber, you need yeah. to get either a player in return or assets in return for that caliber. The Nets are obviously have zero assets because of all the trades they've made. So they would probably want some first-round draft picks Absolutely. Coming, coming back or just a yeah. player of his caliber so because they, they're in win-now mode anyways. I mean, like you said, I think Ben Simmons has got to be traded. I don't think they've played him at all this year, if I'm there not any, mistaken. Is, and is there he doesn't have a good out there that is like more like I don't know attractive as far as like getting him because he's 25 years old. Stephen has so tw- much upside as far as his he's playing 25, potential. He has he has great passing ability, great knowledge. He's just you have to fix the but broken the shot. Attitude is just the attitude and the broken shot. He's he got obviously we saw in the playoffs last year. He's scared to shoot. Yeah, you can't be scared to shoot if you're in the NBA. If you're six ten and you're around the rim, you got to be able to got to be able to put the ball to the put hoop, the ball right? up yeah. uh, there, and you got to be able to just take a three every now and then. Yeah. Uh, so obviously it's a mental thing for him. So I, I, there's going to be to keep an eye on this. There's year. going to be a team though that says, "Hey, we've At got some the, point, we've got right. somebody to help him with this, and let's take him." I think the so. problem is. How with how much they have to give up to get yeah, him? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying, and exactly. uh, and you also have to think he's getting paid about forty million a year. Yeah, because he just signed that extension with Philly before he is now on the trade block. So they have to be willing to take on that salary as well. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I think Sabonis is a Sabonis. I think is the most likely to move that would have the m- most impact. Yes, let's put it that way. Uh, and then uh, that will wrap up our NBA talk for right now. I uh, will check in again after Christmas Day games and everything like that. I didn't even look. Have you seen the Christmas Day games? There, there's some pretty good ones out there. Let's I, look I'm, real quick. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Let's uh, look real quick and let's pick them because I think that would be a good kind I, of I'm thinking that a, to a that. lot of them are games that have we, we've seen in the last couple of seasons. It's just kind of uh, a you know, different, always good games. Different we got the Hawks playing. playing at the Knicks. This is, I think this is going to be a great game just because we have the Trey Young hate. With oh the man, that, that that was that was that awesome. video. The that video, video is awesome. All time video of when the crowd is chanting against Trey Young and he turns, just turns and sees him and smiles. Yeah, I could live in that video. Cole. Yeah, that is awesome. all time video. I like the Knicks in that game. Yeah, I, I, I'm not hearing a lot of buzz about this Hawks team, so I'm thinking the Knicks. They're are both kind of average. Yeah, they broke out last year. They're both very average this year so far. Um, but like I said, I just want to pick these games real quick. Something to call back to uh, when we get back from break. I'll say the home team wins. Knicks. I'll Knicks. The okay. Knicks. Celtics are playing the Bucks. This is a lot oh, of the Celtics are bad. Lot of rivalry. The fourteen and fourteen. Not good. Not good. Not where they want to be. Obviously, they have a new coach this year. Yeah. The new GM. Everything like that. Uh, this is in Milwaukee. I'll take the Bucks. I like the Bucks too. We're gonna go yeah. chalk here, aren't we? Uh, the Warriors are playing the Suns. This will be a really good game. This, this will a, be this the, is the third time they've played. I think this season so far because the Suns won the first match. Yes, and you're the Warriors correct. won the you're second correct. time. You're and correct. This will be the, the trilogy right you're here. You're correct. This is in Phoenix. I like Phoenix. I like Phoenix as well. I like. I mean, I, I think well, no, between, I'll go Warriors. I'll go Warriors between the Suns and the Warriors. I mean, I think if this was a Western Conference, I mean, I think it'd be a seven. game I think series, Warriors so. like to shine themselves when the spotlight is hottest. So I think that they they say, "Hey, we're a prime time uh, Christmas Day game here. Let's let's show I, them something I'll here." Take the, I'll take the Suns, uh, and then Clay Thompson. This could be the game that Clay Thompson comes back. Could be. Could be. Uh, the Nets are playing the Lakers. Ah, this was a game. Okay, all right. Lakers. This is yeah. at the Lakers. LeBron versus Kevin Durant. Yep. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard to pick the Lakers right now. I mean they're such they're such an up and down team. The Nets have just kind of been up all season. Uh, I'll take the Nets. I think it's a close game, but I think the Nets win. I want to say that the Lakers win. 
Yeah, I'll go the but, Nets. I'll I go mean, the Nets I, just because they're, they're the better team. Right I think now. I think if this game was played ten or fifteen games from now, maybe I'd feel different about the Lakers. But because it's played so early right now, I, I, I'm gonna take the Nets. Fair enough. And then the Mavericks are playing the Jazz the late game. Is there any team that's more consistent year in year out than the Jazz? Is but they just hurt? cannot get over the hump. I, I I don't know. I think I think you might be right. I, I I'm not 100 percent sure on that. But is there any team in the NBA, Stephen? Every year that wins the amount of games that they do, like the Jazz. No, he's not hurt. It was just not no. showing up for some reason. Right, uh, go ahead. The Jazz win all these games every year. They're consistent all season long, but they yeah. just cannot win in the playoffs. Uh, it's crazy. Cannot it's crazy. put it together. So, yes, I'll take the Jazz. The Jazz are going to win the game. They're the better team. I mean, and the, most times they are the better team in most matchups. I think this would – watch out for Chris Stapps for Sabonis. I think that would be a big yeah. trade. We've seen Chris Stapps just can't perform when they need him to make the big shots. Sabonis has showed that he can make be his own player and make the big shots in Indiana. Chris Stapps is still a great player. He's averaging 19 and 8, or really 20 and 8 if you really look at it. I mean, still a great player. Yeah. Watch out for that trade coming possibly for uh, for that. I, I like the Jazz as well in this spot. The Jazz are obviously playing well. They're 19 and 7 right now. Mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell, loves, he's a he's really molding into a superstar of superstars here. I think he already has. So I think I think I, I think I like the Jazz yeah. too. Well that'll be good give us a good recap when we come back and talk some NBA later on in the season. Last part of the show here. A long show, but we needed to get through all those bowl games. Oh man. NFL picks. We can be quick with these. This is a Thursday night game. I wrote it down for you, Cole. So this is tonight when it airs. Chiefs are playing at the Chargers. The Chiefs are a three-point favorite. Chiefs win. Keep the momentum going. Give me the Chiefs as well. Defense is playing lights out until I see something different. Give me the Chiefs all day, every Absolutely. day. Patriots are playing at the Colts. Indy's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. No way I trust Carson Wentz against this defense. There's no way. Pats all day. Give me Pats money line all yeah, day, every on. day. Pats what a, what a steal of a bet for Pats What a steal from and You Vegas. know the Pats wow. have actually played better this season away from Foxborough? I'm sure. Packers are playing at the Ravens. Green Bay is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Green Bay's the better team. Baltimore's banged up. Green Bay's going to win this game. I agree with that as well. Uh, and that will play into our AFC North uh, game games, whatever you want to call that. Titans are playing at the Steelers. Tennessee is a one and All these games are going to play in the AFC North. All, Titans yeah, no, are playing really at is. the Steelers. Tennessee is a one-and-a-half-point favorite. And look, the, the Titans are probably the better team, but for some reason, like you said, riding off that momentum from that Vikings game, I think the Steelers, sneaky good. Win at home. Tough out. Tough. They, they Maybe are. not sneaky they're, good. They're, 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 not, they're not like the best team, but for us, what are they, six and seven? Yeah. They might be one and of the one. best six, six and seven, seven teams and in the league. Six, so, seven, and one. Six, seven, and one. <laughs> well, they definitely are the best six, seven, and one team then, right? Yeah. So uh, the Steelers. I, you I know, like I agree with you. Tennessee is they're banged up at wide receiver. They don't have any any health. Like, they obviously lost Derek Henry. Is this a Sunday night? I, I, I'm, I'm no, this literally. it's not. It's not. I was doing that just because I wanted to mess with you. <laughs> Bengals are playing at the Broncos, but I like the Steelers as well. Bengals are playing at the Broncos. Denver's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I can't believe Denver's the favorite. I, I, I don't know how. Did you know Denver's 7-6, and six too? Would you have guessed that? I don't know how. Their offense is atrocious. It's I so would bad. have. T- Teddy Bridgewater's been consistent, but this offense just has no playmakers. They're, they're just They're just bad. The The Bengals are going to win, and Joe, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase will find a way to win, and I think this is where the Bengals start to take that, like we talked about, that AFC North kind of. No, thing. I agree. I think I think so. the Bengals can take a huge step in winning the AFC North right here, so I'll, I'll, yeah. I like the Bengals as well. Well, that'll move us on to Coles. I put this as, this may not be it, but I put it as a bowl game, Doghouse. Do you have a bowl game, Doghouse, so, for us? So we already went through all the bowl games. Okay. I actually don't have a Doghouse okay, for the bowl fine. game. It's going to be an NFL game, and it's kind of funny, Stephen, because in the Doghouse is your Atlanta Falcons. Ugh. 
Gross. Nine point underdogs against the Niners. Gross. Steven. Although they're six and seven. Did, did you know? watch the Niners? I did, but hang on. Steven. Seahawks? Bengals. No. It was, it was the Niners and Seahawks. Yes. What, last week? Yes. Are we sure? They played last week and the Seahawks won. Did you know the Falcons, Steven? Are we sure? Yes. Who did the, the Bengals play? The Bengals played... Uh, the Niners. And they lost in overtime. It's the week before the Niners yeah, played the Seahawks. Are you sure? Pretty positive. Okay, you might be right. I mean, I'll check double check. That. I'll double check. Keep going. But keep Steven, going. keep going. Did you know your Falcons are five and two on the road this season? They have a better record on the road. I did not know that. Than they do at home. They have lost more games at home than they have on the road. They are I mean, a I better that. road team. Coro Patterson and, and and Matt Ryan. I'm telling you, they've been better on the road. This Niners team's been kind of up and down all season long. I like the Falcons of the points. Not ready to say they win outright. Not ready to see outright. But I think they could. Probably one of the best bad teams in the NFL right now is the Falcons. They're a pretty good six, six and seventeen. You know, I I completely agree with that. There's, I think they there's, get to five hundred. There's this bad week. good teams and good bad teams. I think, I think the so. Falcons are a good bad team. They are a good bad team. I think they beat the teams that are on their level yes. or less. But then they lose the games. Look at, to the, better look at teams. the games they've had these past few weeks. They've been competitive in every game, even though sometimes they don't win. They are in every game. The only game they've absolutely been blown out in, Stephen, is the Cowboys game. And we talked about it. I mean, we don't have to talk about it again. We talked about it so many times. It's I just pick one or the other. Don't I don't want you to be a good bad team. I, if you're going to be a bad, it'd be team, good or be bad. You're right? right. They did. They did play the Seahawks and they lost. Yes. No, they played the Bengals. I was right. I was right. It was Seahawks. So uh, well, okay, it was Seahawks and then yeah, because I thought George Kittle had 13 catches for like 130 yards and two touchdowns. Again, it's crazy. Again, 49ers up. And down, up and down, up and down. So and the I, 49ers you, are actually bad at home too. So this they're bad at home, here. and the Falcons are good on the road. I'm t- I need. I'm reaching for anything because the doghouse <laughs> has been struggling. I, We're the, like three and nine so right now. We need the, something to I go right. I will say right the only thing going against you here is that the 49ers are a physical football team. They are. They the are. Falcons are not. Are they're not a finesse a football physical team. Football they're team. a finesse <laughs> football team to a T. But I think that that will give the Niners some issues. And they, I think the Falcons, like I said, better on the road. That's I like true. the Falcons. I mean, I don't, I'm taking Atlanta. I don't hate it. What's the spread? Is nine, nine points. Are you taking just the spread or Falcons money line? That's the real question. I'm not ready to say Falcons okay, money line. I would take the spread too. I, like I would that. take that I like nine that points. Pick if I'm a better, now, I, there's no you got way. Me. You got no me all the way. No way I would take that. You got I, me absolutely. all the way here. But I mean, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they won this game though. Would not be shocked. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. So there's your doghouse pick. For uh, and Cole, I'm going to be honest with you. I forgot stats because I was busy looking at bowl games today. I need like the camera like to like <laughs> zoom in on my face and just look and just look at like this and just We can look him up real quick. Can, 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 you have can we else you want to talk about? Can we can, can we like quick? can we I wish that I wish that Tyler was here because I would tell him to get like the little boo like noise or like the shame noise and like that and just and just shame you. Shame you for not even getting your stat. You have a segment called Steven's Stat of the Day, and you could not even take five minutes to get your I own got, stat. My producer left me today. We, I'm, we're we're going to talk to our managers, and we are going to have to <laughs> – because this is an outrage. This is blasphemous. Shut up. We it, have a segment Can you guess dedicated. the amount of uh, threes that Steph Curry has right now? 2,700 and – No, you're wrong. It's 2,974. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> There's his first stat. Boom, roasted. Boom, roasted. I gave you I, I gave you the Matt Stafford stat earlier. That was a good stat. Well, you should have saved it for this segment. Then. He was first ever win opponent who is at least first ever win against an opponent who entered at least five games above five hundred. I've got him baffled now. He can't even talk straight now. That's great. That's great. Well, hey, hey, look, 
why See, now at, I I have too many to look up. Just we're just while, while you're looking up at the stat, I, I will go ahead and tell I tell everybody at home. Uh, so we are again taking next week off uh, for Christmas. We will be back after Christmas week. We'll get you ready for uh, all the playoff talk because we got. I mean, my God, we'll have college football playoff talk. We'll have NFLs getting right into their playoffs in the next couple of weeks. We'll have what divisions are breaking down, how those those divisions are going to look and whatnot. So we'll have a lot to talk about in the next couple of weeks. And then, of course, we'll get right into next year in 2022. Obviously, basketball season will start ramping up, and we'll have a whole slate of different things to talk about. By yeah, then. as I say, we'll have we'll basketball have bowl reactions Basketball and bowl too. reactions uh, I mean, from the past few weeks. Our we'll, next few shows are going to be electric. The end of the year uh, just is so, so much. much. There will be so much We to need to, uh, collectively, as a podcast, because I've been wanting to do this, we need to pick an NHL team. That would be okay. Just as a podcast, maybe the Kraken. The Seattle I want to pick the Kraken. They're actually Are you. You like you like the Kraken I do. too. Well, they're new. They're new. They're new. And so, cool yeah, name. It's, it's fun. Cool it's name. fun. Yeah. Cool name. Seattle okay. Kraken. The only problem is they're really bad. <laughs> they're like atrocious. So that's so, the only issue. So, we don't want to be known as bandwagon podcasters. Steve. We start. We don't wanna, well, they're new. Okay. So this first year, so okay. we wouldn't be bandwagon because we they, we can't be bandwagon. So maybe you want to go maybe in the next year or so, maybe they'll actually be. Yeah, a, yeah we pick the Kraken, we stick with them, we stick with them, and and then we can get into because I want to be a hockey fan. So so we'll I just we'll, we'll just give an update each podcast on how the Kraken's doing. How how are the Kraken doing right <laughs> not now? Steven? I don't know. The last time I looked, I I'll give up on my stat for right now because it's just not going to happen. It's just show. not going to happen this year. Um, the last time I looked, they're not good. They're probably like what last in their division? I'm sure. Uh, they're eighth. They're ten and fifteen. Ten and fifteen. That's not terrible for us. Not atrocious, not but atrocious. it's not good. Could be worse. I mean, you know. could be. I don't. If you ask, but that me, logo and and just the look of that, it, it, it's it's pretty sick. I need yeah. some Seattle Kraken gear. Yeah, that's pretty, cool. pretty sick. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So Kraken. I, mean, I think the Kraken. So I, under I, review I think is we, a Kraken podcast. I think we released the Kraken on the under review podcast. Sweet. And if, if any of you viewers behind there, if, if y'all are big Kraken fans, hey, we probably have a lot of Nashville people. Probably a lot of Nashville. But ew, gross. Fans. Yeah, yeah. Or, Kraken. Or, 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 or you bandwagon Pittsburgh Penguins fans. Yeah, Kraken all the way. Like that. Yeah, Kraken. Kraken all the way. Kraken, Release Kraken, the Kraken. 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 Well, I think that'll do it for this show, yeah. though. Massive. No, 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 no Tyler's bet picks today. No Tyler's bet picks. No Steven Stead either. And I was here, so. We just had Cole. Cole, applause to Cole for being. <laughs> I was prepared. I was prepared. prepared. Hey, there we go. But hey, hey applause to Stephen because he actually, for two weeks now straight, he has had the games labeled on whether it's Thursday night, <laughs> Sunday night, or Monday. That's two weeks in a row, Stephen. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, dude. That's Fair enough. Good. Fair enough. Well, so that will wrap up this show. I will try and have a graphic out. Um, probably won't be before Friday's games. It'll probably be next week. Just something to post so you can not forget about us in the week we're off and everything like that. Of all of our bowl picks of me and Cole's bull picks and keeping you updated on our record throughout we go cole yes. i'm gonna force you to make a tiktok next week I, I'm, I'm gonna do it i've I'm been saying it for a few you, days but i'm going to do I'm it going they are to coming force you to make a tiktok they are coming because we're gonna get famous on we're gonna be tiktok famous. i hope so i want to be an so. influencer on tiktok i want to do i hope that we don't get famous because of tiktok and not from our content here though i hope that well that's it will not be the, our content via TikTok. okay okay there you go see there what i'm saying okay. i get you I yeah get you. i get you I'll do some booty shaking. I ain't scared. Well, from all of us at Underview, we want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. This Merry is the last Christmas, time we talk Happy to you. New Year, and we love you guys.